I don't really know how to start. Um, I guess we could just start. We need a music bed. Let's put that on our notes of things to do. So anyway, uh, guys, <laughs> hi. That's what we need. So this is a monumental episode of Termagen Talk. You know, for the last year, you guys have been listening to us, and it's just been me and Goody and our woman voices and our estrogen and all of our periods and breasts and things of that nature. A little bit of dick talk here and there, dating, all of that stuff. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we have testosterone in the room. Test, I mean, the height of testosterone, to be honest with you. I mean, the most manly of men. He is everything that you think of when you think of a man. He is mannish. He has a mannish way about him. He, he has a mannish beard. He drinks mannish water. He is everything man. Introduce yourself, man. As he squeals. Now, if you know what, I mean, like, say hello to the people, man. Like a hooas. Hey, everybody, it's me, Danny C. What's going on, guys? Guys, we have Danny from Queens, Daniel yeah. Crudup. Danny from South Central now, but yeah. Danny from there? South Central, who's here straight from L.A., yeah, fucking abandoned us, yeah. just like Jay-Z and Puffy, mm -hmm. and moved to L.A. to live better in the sun, 75 degrees. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's going to be 76. Fuck you. So, guys, welcome, <laughs> Danny. Round of applause. Hey. First man on Termagen Talk is Daniel Crudup. I nailed it. You nailed it. Nailed it. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Nobody saw I, that I think anyone who knew better knew it was coming. You knew yeah. it was going to happen. You knew it was going to be you? You would have thought West, maybe. Yeah, people he thought West was like hip hop. He likes pan music. Oh, he no. likes ridiculous well, nonsense pan today. music. We're not doing this today. So anyway, Danny, uh, yeah, introduce right. yourself. Give hey, people all right. My name is Daniel. I hate soca music. Um, I grew up with hip hop. My hip hop generation is ninety six to ninety nine, but I fuck with other stuff. I hate you god. I find you god to be very <laughs> terrible. And I also made the argument to say that do you know the worst day of your life? You know, when you wake up in the morning going, Oh my god, I don't know how it's gonna get worse. That's a you god verse. Oh come on. Anywho, you listen to you god verse, he's not that good. And with that being said, thank you. How do you mean? And with that being said, and most definitely understood, welcome to Termager Talk, your weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads she does and that. Danny. Um, <laughs> and you got apologists, apparently. And you got apologists. And uh, people who love Gail King. And uh, Oprah's greatest fans. And uh, Bayesian people across the world. This, is, this episode should be called Three Bayesians and a Yankee. Oh, we don't and that might be the name. Oh, right, right, right. We got another guest in the house. Mad men in it's the room. Men. It's men. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's how many, how many what? Mad men in the room, B. This is Don Draper. Mad men in the room. So it's introduce yourself. Go ahead. Give me your proper name. First name, last name. What up, world? This is Joel Phillip from Brooklyn. I'm sexy for so It's that Bayesian instinct right there. That's what that is. I don't really know what that means, y'all. Somebody write me. Call me up at 223-9707 and explain to me what the Bayesian energy is because I don't know nothing Getting about Bayesian men. and dying alone. I'm not even dying alone. You're just here. You must have to You have. That's what it is. You must be working. Mm. can't just be out here being lawless. You gotta have a job. So have Johnny, a job. Johnny in the and box. And then we're gonna, as we have our job, we're just gonna sit there and shame you the entire time. And I'm gonna sit here as an American and sip wine and be entitled and call, go from there. So usually at this point in the podcast, Goody and I catch up about the stuff that we did last week. 
Um, last week we talked about everybody hit me up and said they really liked our episode last week. It was so jam packed. Like we were like banging out topics, but I don't think we really. Talking shit, but you know, we I don't think we we just try to get that shit done so we go sleep. Yeah, I don't think we dug into the um the loud concert that much. Did I really get into that? No, nah, because you had to I was so fucking early tired. I'm back in the gym, y'all. I saw so loud. I saw loud. Remember mine was good. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of you, God, could we add a male energy to this? Sure. What do you want? I wonder if Remy Ma's box is hitting. What do you wonder? The answer is obviously yes. I know. She's only doing fuck up a poos. Not only. No, 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 no. For Pat Poos to have been as loyal as he has been this entire time, that has to be great box. Especially because her glow up keeps getting better every fucking year. Yeah, she's killing them out there with the looks. Like, the looks is is crazy. And she's a woman of a certain age who just had a baby. Sad things have happened to late stage baby mm-hmm. ladies. Facts. Sorry, and I don't mean no disrespect, but I'm just saying sometimes I you have a baby at 39. You look like a bag of trash. After man. like 30, the 35 and up pregnant lady. You ever like put a whole bunch of stuff in a garbage bag, but it's like too much, but you don't want to get a new garbage bag, so you no. put it in there. So it's like what about the stretchy garbage bags? Shutting out from the side. Yes, yeah, shutting out from the side. You're like that's a bag, bag of garbage. That's what a lot of ladies look like. No offense. After they have a baby at a late stage, no offense. What's a late stage to you? Thirty-seven and up. Okay, so you you, yeah. you go with the OBGYNs to call that like a because I call it a geriatric pregnancy. It's science, my king. You gotta let it go. You yeah, but Remy looks great. She looks great. She, she, she looks does. great. She put her money to good. And use. my favorite thing about the concert, which I didn't get a chance to tell you, <laughs> is that Remy did puns verse on twins. She did it. She killed it? She played the pun role. So, Fat Joe, guys, just to kind of go back, two weeks ago, there was a concert. It was at Radio City Music Hall. It was for the Loud Music, which is a record label, which signed the Wu-Tang Clan, the Alcoholics, um, Dead Press, Danny's favorite group. Um, Mob D. Do you know my sex, man? I was just about to say something about my sex. My problem with Dead Prez is that, fuck you, that's why. I, I don't want to deal with <laughs> your bullshit 12th grade musings. You they, dicks. They, they started together in college. What college you went to? I think they went, <laughs> oh my God. I don't have their transcript, but I think they went to FAMU. Shite. Be respectful of HBCUs. What college them went to? Be respectful. Yeah, yeah, they're great schools, everybody. They are. They're wonderful. I'm glad you guys are getting into them. It's wonderful. It's great. It's stomping and like cane. Don't turn Kerry Branch on us here. <laughs> are you surprised that they went all fucking black power at a HBCU? No, you don't have to become an ignorant asshole because you went to HBCU talking about I want to play chess with you. That's like fucking you, dick, my guy. Fuck you. You don't like. I don't like that stuff. I've never met somebody who was into that shit that was ever smart. It's a lot of dum dums talking about. I want to play chess with you. Also, as a footnote in the absence. Because some old black man taught you chess when you were 12. We should also, just for full disclosure, guys, right from the beginning, just know that Daniel is literally and actually my team's resident genius. He is a Mensa member. He has the paid mortgage. You fucked up a vagina for me this entire No, 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 it's fine because we had a discussion before, but never tell a woman that you're a mentor. They don't like it. Yeah, well I'm I'm not a woman, right? You want to get into that? Yeah, she's got no vagina. I'm a Barbie. I'm a Barbie doll. I'm a Barbie on the bottom. 
So it's a chick from Terminator 2. Terminator, that thing that is a woman does. <laughs> She's not. She'd be like, oh, so can I play Aqua for you right now? Wait, what's that mean? Oh, no, 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 not that. No, 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 no. I thought you were saying something. You touched your chest. I was like, now, wait a minute, sir. Hold on. Yes. Wait, what's happening here? I was like, good, 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 up. She's like, wait, now, what? What happened? This is when my black dog gets revoked. No, no, no. It's okay. They're from, uh, they're from, uh. The Barbie girl. In the Barbie world. Yeah, they have a Barbie girl. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. So don't worry. This show does have some order and some organization. But I just wanted to tell you guys that the Loud concert, Everyday City, was pretty solid. Shout out to Stacy for surprising a nigga like we going. And I was like, we what? And then we went. And also shout out to the women who were in attendance in attendance who, it was definitely like a solid amount of women but uh-huh. almost 90% of the women who were there regardless of color background race all looked like they would be happy to fight you if you made a problem right. which is a woman of a, a woman of a certain, certain time yeah so if you were from culture. a certain time from the, for the culture if you out with your man you get slapped Plenty of box cutters under the tongue. Not even. They just punch you in your fucking face. Like, these ladies, like, they fight. But they also, like, they might run some nice offices somewhere or perhaps have some serious Mm, jobs. Some office managers. Yeah, definitely some, like, you you know, executive assistants to the CEOs. But they will punch you in your face. Mm -hmm. So, don't don't make them come out. I know that is Danny's job. I was with your your favorite Trini. Stacy. Oh. Yeah. 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 Trini, y'all. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Stacey. He had a look like which one of my favorite trainers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I know where you were going. We won't be going there. No, we were talking about a trainer who loves hip hop. It's too early to be caught up. It's too early. So there's that. We all, we all might. And I can say what I want because I know that no one's going to be listening that would maybe. Doesn't matter, fam. I've had a show and I said much messier stuff, so I'm fine. Okay, good. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So anyway. Sticking back to the loud Stacey's so amazing. She's pretty great. She loves hip-hop. She does. She's okay with Soka. Yeah, she's okay with Soka. She's fine. She She loves dancehall. So Stacey, just a story. Stacey and I have been like partners in crime for... Quite some time. uh, For all of our lives. Mm -hmm. And um, we've ended up in some pretty sketch places chasing music, whether it be dancehall or hip-hop. Because those are the genres that we appreciate together. Mm. And Stacy has good party stamina. So Like a Trini, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't party with Trinis like that, yo. Yeah, yeah. She I'm got good party stamina. stamina. Yo, Trinis, they always ready to go. And I, I'd be like, yo, I got I know. That's why I wish I liked Soka because I'd like to go. Yeah, but I, I can't, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't like Soka. I'm sorry, guys. It's alright. Soka's gross. Well, it's not gross to me. It's just, it's just the the rhythms of it. And we'll get back to that because I actually can make a connection to one of the topics that we're going to be discussing today, um, as it relates to rhythms and sounds and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I'm a big live music person. I think that most of the show was organized pretty well. I will say that that Mob Deep set, they probably should have rethought that. So the same way they did the Fat Joe set, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. Fat Joe and Big Fat Joe and Remy being big pun, mm-hmm. they did Mob Deep and had different people come out, and with and people did Prodigy's parts. Now Dave East, okay, noted rapper like and model and actor, he came out, did a great job. But then there were other people. I don't think they went you to sound check. I don't know who they were. I didn't oh. recognize them. There were just people coming out doing Prodigy's parts, and I was like, I they don't. They gotta be loud affiliates of some sort. I don't. Hey, 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 hey. hey. I don't know. Give me your phone. Okay. Oh, confiscated. To be fair, guys, it was it was scam only. It was, it was, it was scam, scam likely. Scam likely. Yeah. Calling you at this hour. 
because technically I would be in the West Coast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not crazy. Is that what you named them, Scam Likely? <laughs> <laughs> no, Shout out to Danny's babes. Um, <laughs> Danny, you got mad $40? Ready for the ignore button at all time. Danny, you got $40? Have y'all discussed the $40 yet? No. Nah. No, right. we did on Leaky Sh- on Malik's show. But on, financial, on financial emancipator, we did. Yeah. You talked about the $40? We did, time. we did, we did. Shout out to Malik, uh, the financial emancipator, yeah, also right. my sister. So uh, we have an invitation. Idea. She actually wants to have us on the show. So there's going to be another crossover episode to the financial emancipation podcast where we'll talk about dating and money, and Goody could tell us how she do it. How'd you do it? Just being a proper Beijing girl. Mm. 50-50. <laughs> nah. He's out here. He's out here. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me, bros. We go 50-50 on this whole lifestyle. Look on his grin. So, lifestyle. this week we've had, oh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Termogen Talk, Facebook, Termogen Talk, email us at termogentalkpod at gmail.com. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. Do all of the things. We're going to get into it. So, this is not a hip hop conversation. I know you guys have things to do, but I would love to hear what women's viewpoints were of a show that came on last year, Watchmen. Did you both see it? No. Oh, I saw it. I wanted to hear in terms of trauma and how it was dealt with. You mean the racial trauma? Yes. Oh, Danny's going into the Black black History segment. Don't worry. Yeah, we're doing black stuff. So, the question would be, if you saw Watchmen... He just hijacked our podcast. He's like, this is not about rap music. I want to talk about black shit. No, rap music is about black shit. So, niggas decided to rhyme stuff to beats because they were hurt. Mm -hmm. So, it's connected. Sure. You go, you fucking complete this. It's done. So, with that being said... I'm curious to why people feel away or feel trauma. How do they manage it? How do they move with it? Did you see Watchmen? You saw it. Yes. Did you feel they did a good job of explaining how that works? The trauma that it is to be black in America? Yes. But showing it from the Tulsa Mm -hmm. uh, riot to now. I think that the thing that they did really well was to show that these people thought they were nailing it and that they were safe and they were cool. But as it were, which becomes the true story that we believe, at any moment in time, the they, proverbial they, can turn on you and just cut you down like you don't matter and take it away from you. And that is something that I believe that most black people in America live with. If we're going to have full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah, I was watching the State of the Union, which I have, you know, I talk to my sister every day, and we've been raised to watch the news. But she has let some of this stuff go. Yeah, I, have. I can't let that go because I need to see the moment where if I got to go in the woods and hide, I, I need to go, to go because I believe that I will have to go in the woods and hide. So there was a point that was, you know, the Branch family is always filled with comedy. So we're on the phone. And I'm ranting and raving. I'm going, honestly, I just don't want to be a fucking slave. To which Malik laughed, like cackled, cackled. My sister, mm-hmm. I was like, or a handmaid because... Watching what I watched in the State of the mm-hmm. Union and seeing how many people are eating this up and gobbling this up, it makes me feel like one day, like Tulsa, someone can wake up and like that newspaper that basically the newspaper said it's go time because they didn't have Twitter. So they put it in the newspaper. It's time to get them the fuck up out of here. Kill, kill them all. And mm-hmm. they did. And they did it. And they didn't kill all of them. And it wasn't, I they mean, killed enough of them. they killed enough of them for us to remember this story 100 years later. Yeah. And we're still telling it to each other. 
because that was terrorism. That was almost tantamount to flying a plane, like, you know. Yes. But it's beyond that because they went there and they were stringing people individually. There was a intention yes. set. Like, we had enough for you. You think you guys are doing something cool? Yes, it was ignorant people getting educated people. Yeah. Which is what we're told in America. Not to nail America because this place is a suck outside the country. Yeah, there's worse places. But people live there. It's a lot worse places. Yeah, the fact that we're sitting here yeah. and we about, about where we live on, on company wine <laughs> and company beer, <laughs> we are living pretty good. So <laughs> do don't let our fucking complaints and shenanigans fool you. We're, do, we're as blacks, we're doing great. Some we're of not us. The poor. Yes. No, 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 no. All of us at this table are doing fantastic. Yeah, I always felt. That the highlight of the entire show was to show the Tulsa massacre, and then right after show a white man bumping future in a pickup truck, and I was like, I didn't know you can compare two tragedies back. To yes, tragedy. right back to it. Yes, I forgot about that. And, it's and, great. And then what's amusing about the entire show about in regards to tragedy is that no matter what happens, it will still go unresolved. Because nothing got fixed. Nothing got fixed. No. Or nothing got addressed fully or proper. All 15 was, white people died. Yeah, That's about that it. That was it. All it ever did was show that there will be resistance, but we can never know how far resistance will go. Yep. And that is real life for all of us in, in, in general. Just like when it comes to being a black in this country, you can say what you need to say. You can say what you want to say, and you can even try to do what you want to do. But regardless, it's so petty compared to what's already in place that it doesn't even matter. And that's what we don't want to admit to ourselves because unless we were going to go the route of people who came before us and go all in, there's not much that we can do to, to peel back the layers of what they have going on. Agreed. And it's tied back to hip hop. Uh, what's the name of that band? The Public Enemy. Mm -hmm. They're not good. What the fuck was that? <laughs> What was that? First of all, he said Ben. What was that? So, guys, you're about to listen to a Chantel and Danny fucking argument. Strap in. What was that? That was me getting to where you just wanted to say that, you asshole. Leave the people alone. People like Public Enemy, Danny. What's fair is Chuck D did. Chuck D did a thing. Did a thing. He had a really powerful and authoritative tone. Crack fiend. Yeah. He wasn't on drugs. His friend was a crack fiend. Yeah, but okay. that happened. Okay. Not now. It's not okay now. I know crackheads. I don't, but you do. So, thank you. Feel free to top me off. <laughs> I do. I admit I do. And that's my argument. I'm not out here telling the world how to live, how to be, and carry on. That's not your argument, because you wanted to know from a watchman's perspective yes. how we yeah. deal with and dealt with the trauma. Yelling at I me don't to do a thing with a crackhead by your side. Take care of your friend first. Then worry about me. Mm. Am I wrong there or no? No. But you Thank know, you. People have a bigger purpose. And There's no such thing as purpose. It's all irrelevant. But that being said... Oh, Lord. <laughs> It's all irrelevant. Come off my show, sir. Come off your show. Yo, where does this even turn? What happened? Because we were talking about loud. No, this man wanted to say you so bad say that public people. enemy was bad that he fucking did a roundabout. And I let him walk us through, talking about the Watchmen while I thought about Yaya's dick, 
the whole way. He knew what he was doing. He knew that when he said Watchmen, I wasn't thinking about anything but that man's penis. So he could say. So he could turn around and get me in a corner and then pop out like, public enemy. Sucks. React. Like, <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? Admit to these people. This is why we don't have men here. Admit that public enemy is great. To me. Admit. Admit. I can't convince you of that. No, you convince it to me using logic and, and I don't have it because I'm not a public enemy expert. Is that fair to say? You never be an expert to say that cheesecake or not cheesecake, I'm sorry. This is I know maybe for you, but I mean but this pizza's great. Yeah. I love cheese. You don't need to convince me. Taste it. Well, you've listened to Public Enemy. Yes, and it's... At the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Goody, what is your position on Public Enemy? I dig them. I thought they were good. She burned sage. She has no I opinion on this matter. We weren't talking sage. about that. What we were about to talk about was some more hip-hop shit. Because you know Goody didn't fuck with Doggy Style, the album? I did By not. Snoop Doggy Dog? <gasps> no, I didn't. Look at all of us. We're looking at her in judgment. We could look at me in judgment all we want, but I feel like... That shit that Snoop pulled just the other day speaks to the reason why I don't fuck with Snoop's dog's first album. But he was like 20 then. We didn't think that. He was 20 What'd you think of Doggy Style? I was 20 One of the greatest pieces of hip hop. I didn't like. For the job at the time. Yes. For the time. I felt like I was in a space. It felt like I was in a moment. It felt very 1992 at the moment. I loved everything about it. I didn't love everything about it. I didn't like the the approach they had to speaking about women. I didn't dig it. So, you know what? All right. That's valid, but do you mind when people talk about killing each other? I don't like it, but it's not like. Mm. Wait, hold on, everybody! Uh-oh. You know what Dana's about to do? Uh-oh. I'm about to pull your card. Did you like? Did you like Biggie's first album? Yes, I did. Biggie talked about women equally as bad. Yeah. What was the difference between it, 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 it was the way the they said they were. It, it, was, no, the it, it, it was the way that they went about. Is it about him robbing a pregnant woman? Did you okay with it? We don't love them hoes, but it wasn't like prior to that when dudes were doing their whole discussion of women and hoes. There was this. We are talking specifically about hoes type of thing. Like there seemed to be a a distinction, like what Jay Z was saying. Like there's my sisters and then there's hoes. Hoes exist. So I think well, that for me, the way that first album was coming through, it felt like they were saying, bitches is hoes, and but we don't know that hoes. We actually had a song called Bitches Ain't Shit, yeah. but hoes are hoes. Licked on these nuts it's and set the dick. And they get the fuck out after you're That was a done. Okay, and then if we take in reference, ain't no fun. It's one of my favorite songs in the whole life. I can speak on some of this on behalf of someone who's lived in L.A. for a bit. Their connection to pimp culture is not abstract like ours is. Okay. There's a connection. There's a person I work with who has a brother who went to jail for it. And it's not seen as a weird thing. Yeah, that plays they out see it as very irrelevant. women as always. They're not. It's a very complicated viewpoint of what they have towards women. And came men. across in the music. I ain't fuck with you. And I'll make the argument. I'll talk on myself personally. I win out there because I speak to women in a very specific and a, a you know what I respect you. You're a decent person. You're not for my pleasure. I feel like I win out there a lot because of that energy. Just regular. Because regular. a lot of them have a pimp energy. Because for us, how many pimps have you ever known in your entire life? Admitted pimps. None. Well, two. None. Two, which is not crazy. I met one. 
my, I asked the lady, my husband, how many men? She was like, I couldn't tell you. It was like, I meet the five to six every day because oh. it's part of their culture. And the same way, the same way. If you showed me how many people did you know who sold drugs, I'd be it like, be crazy. Lots. Or if you were like Nigerian, sorry. If you met scammers, they all know them. It's part of the thing, fam. Right. Stick up kids. Or Stick up like kids that. for us, too. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice pickup for me. Yeah. Um, the difference is that for them, being a pimp is not a negative thing. So when he talks that way, he's talking in the language of L.A. Yeah. Moment. And uh, so, that never sat well. That but the same way that this is that when I spoke about Biggie out in L.A., his language of violence and and, and robbing violence, people yeah. did not work for them. Yeah. So, you know, it's just connecting. So, girls, this girl's like, hey, we're talking, da, da, da. Did you like Biggie? He's like, I didn't like the fact he was talking about robbing people. Because robbing people in LA is such a disrespectful thing because they all need to kind of live in a weird suburban harmony. I guess someone just rob someone they know does not work. The same way that out here, pimping is gross. Right. But I mean, but you didn't like it because of misogyny. I mean, the biggie wanted to rob people who were pregnant. Okay. He said that he would shoot her if she if she tried to like yeah. fight him. So let's just be also also clear with this. I'm not. It's not an evil one for you. Into those particular songs where Big is like going off uh-huh. crazy. But even in going off crazy, it was clear that he was a storyteller. So that that's, not that's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair. It's funny because we're we're getting to the, the the Snoop's real action, but this is a good conversation because you're giving Biggie a little bit of you shouldn't give a lot of bail, so and you pass. and Snoop, well, he's soft face man. Well, wait, no, 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 no. She has a point that. though. She has a point. What's though? Point? Biggie was telling stories. He yeah. was telling stories. Yeah. Some true. His mother's like, you know, Biggie, that's a lot. I want to be clear. Yeah, that's not fair because if you are listening to a story. Uh huh. Is the story the narrator beholdens what your experience is? I hear what you're saying. So that's the distinction of hearing something that, in some way, was superior to Snoop. Is it because Biggie would do uh, Biggie would do back and forth in, into in and out? So he would rap almost like he was two different people. So to you, talk, yeah. is that how you're doing it? Yeah. Then it's his conscious telling him like, like Snoop would talk. And he goes, "When you do this, yeah. I don't love them hoes." He said that as two different people. He was telling a story. But why are you not About respecting the story? And I will go back, and I said this before you. When somebody sounds like you, you give them slack. Because he's not speaking your language. He's an asshole. Yeah. I don't think he was an asshole. I will say this. Music wasn't for me. I will say Eminem this. Eminem don't think he's an asshole. A lot of his shit wasn't for me. I will too. say I'm this, though, Goody, to be fair. As a person who knows Ready to Die from the front to the back, if you listen to Friend of Mine, the original friend of mine, Biggie, if you put that up to anything that was on Doggy Style, Biggie is literally, he starts the song, when I'm fucking up Jen, I'm invincible. Don't love no hoes, that's my principle. Because bitches come and bitches go. And after I get my nut, they out the fucking door. You know? Okay, that's he said, because they might be the kind of hoe to set me up. When they get their little brother to wet me up. That's why I This is the kind of hoe that I right. don't like. No, this that's a particular kind of hoe. Not all bitches is hoes. No, then he goes, one hoe said, Big, why you so hard on us? Why you swear all bitches is so scandalous? He said, thug nigga to the end, tell a friend, bitch. Because when I like you, then you go and fuck my friend, bitch. And you know that ain't he's right. He's specifically talking to a specific <laughs> No, he said... She said, why are you so hard on us? He said, like, why you swear all bitches is so scandalous? Shout out to Lil' okay. K. As a man from New York, 
old women get cold hoes and bitches. It's just what it was. It was not. You just want to do it to their face. So here's the New York game. So if everyone, wherever you're listening from, because anytime I've gone to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. because they like that bitch. Germany. No, hi, Africa. 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 So what I'm saying. What he's saying is a good point. That for us, when we hear Biggie talk like that, it, it sounds familiar. We right. know people sound that. We know, but when so we get that, it's all fair. Because it was jarring to me here yeah, when, when I first heard it. And so right now, if I told about, I mean, this bitch for hanging out, you would understand what I was trying to say. You know, that bitch was just me being a nigga at the area talking about a woman I was talking to. But his lazy, hazy, Long Beach accent yeah. made it, it was not familiar. Well, so you I took it as... to the content. Yeah. And then... Well, you know you take this with all you're trying to make. Yeah, I said you did like the, the content. content. It's just you don't like how it was presented. I didn't fuck No. So if I gave you 55 bun and cheeses, but it was from Haiti, you know, because I don't want dysentery. I don't eat bun and cheese. You know what But my Danny from Queens, email me. You slags. Anywho, Yo, this is <laughs> you want bunny and cheese? It's my thoughts. They belong to me. Yeah. You got a problem with me? You go in and you type on your VTech and let me know what you got a problem with your pieces of shit and let me know. Anywho, no, no, no. Because see, basically, yeah. what y'all both are also describing is what hip hop was in the nineties, which is that every region needed to speak individually for themselves because as big as hip-hop was it still wasn't relatable to I disagree with you because I think that for a good portion of time when Doggy Style came out where I'm from I was bumping that shit in the car and listening to it everybody around me fucked with it I'm a certain kind of way also and I've always been a certain kind of way and if I tell you I don't fuck with that I need that and that's what I'm saying I understand that I'm 36 Ain't no fun that's going to be played at my goddamn funeral. I don't give two fucks. I'd like it to be played at my wedding. But at the same yeah, time. It'll be pretty good. I if, I, if I can't have a real niggerish hip-hop wedding, then yeah, I can just keep well, the whole of thing. Course. That's of me. Course. Yeah, I need, yeah, and I don't need with the curses. I mean, so, divorce, too, yeah. right? I'm so not. Divorce. I, I, I never made yeah. it because I'm. You, know, oh, you never made it that far? Have the community. Yeah, your mouth is too right. smart. Yeah, my mouth is too smart. I ain't got nobody. Oh, so you ain't got nobody. Okay. I ain't got nobody, nobody like me. Mm-hmm. Talking about Johnny. So the reason Johnny why we were talking about Snoop kind of loops into what Snoop did, which is Gail King, noted journalist. Gail King, journalist Gail King, CBS Morning interviewed Lisa Leslie in the wake of Kobe Bryant's death yeah. and asked the question related to Kobe Bryant's rape accusations. And Snoop Doggy Dog, and yes, I still call him Snoop Doggy Dog. And if he don't like it, I guess he could send them for me too. Um, got very upset and went on the internet on Al Gore's internet and started cursing out 60 plus year old Gail King. The nerve, like he don't have a mirror. Dog yes, how dare you? He called her. Why he was wearing a fucking head wrap? Yeah, he, well, uh, that's fine. I mean, he was in the house. And looking down into the camera, Ooh, like he that's an angle. His nostrils is all yeah. Yeah. So he cursed Gail King out. And then decided to go, we need, then, then co sign Cosby. Yeah. Well, because before, he, before he even gets there, he says, he there's certain um, dog whistles. Like yes. he said, mm-hmm. 
we coming for you or yeah like yeah yeah fuck you mean we coming for you like slow down what the fuck i want to say this i appreciate what snoop has done with the late stage of his career telling with that white lady becoming a caricature i love it i appreciate that and now i'm not saying that the character is a joke my idea is that the fact that you found a space for you as an older man to live in a space make your money in hip-hop Without having a rap. Well, and then that's the way to do it, is to not rap. Right. If you're an older man, you shouldn't be rapping no more. You shouldn't. If you're not good, or if you don't have it to give. Like Murray with his podcast, don't do it no more. Nobody wants to hear album. It's done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the thing about like loving hip-hop. Every time we're working on an album. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear it. We're working on a uh, little cuckoo. I don't want to hear it. But with that being said, I like what he did. But what I appreciate, what I hate about him, is the fact that he decided to come for this black woman who... Created space for herself, an elder. I guess that means something to some people. And then to also, and then to also then include multiple rapists, Bill Cosby. Because even if you feel that fifty-four people were not what he did, split that in a third. That's still too many rapes. Mm -hmm. If it was one, way too many. Too many rapes. <laughs> I like pudding, guys. But it's he, not bad. But he, it should not give you the carte blanche to fucking rape. No, but even more so than that, I said it before. It's just like, how can you, in your big ass age, endanger your own bag when you're gonna go to work with Martha Stewart on Monday by calling Gail Kim a dog face bitch, and then bring up Bill Cosby, but then pretend like you don't understand how the two don't merge together at all. I know Martha that's, Stewart came to him like, you need to shut your fucking that mouth. That doesn't man. even begin to make sense. But then on top of that, the problem with this nigga I'm is sure the problem with a lot of niggas in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this, about. this assumption that there's a war against black men. And all these black men are against black men. Why are you coming for us? Why are you going to go against the white men who do the same exact thing, A, B, and C? And you know what? There's nuance to all the situations. And everybody involved does does require to be called out on what they did and didn't do in the times that they were involved. But for this particular situation, the biggest problem of how Snoop handled it was that he let his personal feelings come in between his actual statement which he which he could have made which would have been a lot safer mm-hmm. which was uh we, we yeah which is like I'm, I'm disappointed in what you just did Gail. i don't like the way that you he did that right he could have stopped right there and that would have been impactful and impactful that enough and him fine, yeah. just being a full ass baby boy at whatever fucking age he is because that's also is he disgusting. has subsequently deleted the tweets yeah, yeah. he deleted it because he had you to already said you already said you already said because do you know what the tweets were before this kerfuffle started? You want to laugh? But the yeah. wow. Snoop Dogg, Dunkin' Donuts, and Beyond Meat. Sir, yeah. you are oh, an influencer. Yeah. yeah. Go on and do and your job. You know you're an influencer, and, and you're now influencing and the little homies to go down to Gale House and Bob yeah. and his And kid. mind you, just a couple months ago, one of your young hoes was just out blowing up your spot because you didn't pay her bills on a timely basis. Like oh, is that true? Yes. Yeah, that's why Brady left them. That's why. Yes. Oh, Snoop is divorced? So don't. Yes, get a sexy in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> get a sexy. And I know. Generally speaking, podcasts are audio medium, but it got sexy there. The lights got lights down. went low because of ghosts. Lights, lights down, down low. Talking <laughs> shit out. <there. laughs> 
I didn't know that about Snoop. Yes, because yes. then he t- t- mm-hmm. tweeted, when you love somebody and you realize that the person you love no longer is the person you love. Right, I mean, yeah. yeah. But wait, yeah. what did he change it to? Cause, he uh, changed it to the same person. He was lying. Yeah. Uh, he was lying because he do love the hoes. Mm-hmm. He does. He, he loves the hoes. And his wife was like, yo, I thought you said you ain't love them hoes. This is why, and this is why, playing that split hair game, like, he not so, like, this is a general sentiment and that's fine as an adult i accept that that's a general sentiment and you could deal with that on a one-on-one basis but just to see i will say since y'all men are here can we talk about what's the problem with oprah you don't i'll let him do this i'm I, i'm yeah go ahead you do it okay what's the problem i have no issue i don't so, think oprah should be canceled i'm gonna be upfront. i feel like no what's the problem overall problem with oprah? no 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 what i always say to, to you being black is horrible into itself, mm-hmm. but being a woman, black woman, no, just being a woman, black woman, terrible. But woman is worse, and we fight about this all the time. That being black is terrible, but you get more static for being a woman in New York. If you were in Alabama, being black would probably be the worst thing ever. But being mm-hmm. in New York, being a woman is what fucks you up. No one's get on you for being black. No one, no one ever going, yeah, Chantel, she's black, fuck her. No, it's being a woman. Just generally speaking, if you're in a place of progressiveness, being a woman is a hard road to hoe because they don't respect things that are coming out your mouth. They have an expectation of what you're supposed to do, what have you. Now, so that being said, about I fuck with Oprah heavy. Okay, Oprah listen, and, and let's, let's give some oh. context here. Okay. Oprah Winfrey has been an adult our whole life. Mm-hmm. Yes. She is yes. 67 she's years old. She's a big black woman. Who made America fall in love with her? Mm-hmm. She wasn't a small black woman. She wasn't light skinned. She was a big black woman who made it work. Mm-hmm. And we need to say that to say that this light Beyonce made it work because Beyonce is Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She's light skinned and what have you. And she didn't say what you say. Nothing about Oprah was ever pretty. And she made it work. She mm-hmm. figured it the fuck out. She made America. Like her. But what's her. black men's problem with Oprah? Black I mean, men's problem with Oprah is that she ends up on both sides of the coin every single what time. What does that mean? So This is when, great. I'm happy to hear yeah, defense. She plays defense. In what way? So when everybody keeps bringing up Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. and then you have all these pictures of her with Harvey Weinstein. Pictures and pictures. Pictures and pictures. But they're always asking, like, well, how could you not know? That these allegations were going on. Because we're taking a picture time. with him at a dinner. Exactly. Event. But then that's the thing. Can we stop we, one second? Can yeah. I ask a response? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So, did you see the Khalif Browder documentary? I did. Did you see the after show work on the Khalif Browder documentary? I did. Who was on that panel? Jay Z. Jay Z. And who was sitting Jay-Z. next to him? It wasn't Oprah. It was Harvey Weinstein. Was who was the producer? He mm-hmm. produced the entire Who series. Who sat there yeah. with Jay-Z every time they did it after those episodes. So what's that? Nobody came after Jay-Z for having mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein produce that. But see, here's the thing. And this is after let's, let's, no, no, no. let's, like, let's sit with that no, no. for one second. Let's yeah. sit with that for real. No. Jay-Z, our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the same sense that you're going to say that is the same sense. It's nothing against Jay Z. No, 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 no. It's yeah. nothing against Jay Z. But in the same sense that you're saying that is the same sense of why we have to side eyed him with the NFL. Thing. No, no, no. We no, no, no. didn't have to side eyed him with well, the NFL. Well, thing. all right, that's my personal. Let's stay on Weinstein. But, but we'll stay on Weinstein. And Oprah. I'm, and Oprah. Look, I'm looking at it like this. Also, 2020. Talk about what we're yeah. talking about. Let's not go to some something else. I'm looking at it like this. 
there always has to be a red herring in the conversation in order for somebody's argument to have some kind of merit. In what way? In the fact that when people are aiming at somebody specifically. Like who? Michael Jackson? Uh, well, let, we're just Let's gonna, go back to Michael Jackson. We can use Michael Jackson, but I'm just going to stick specifically to Oprah. The way yeah, I, but Oprah's dealing with yes, Michael Jackson. Yes, Oprah's dealing with Michael Jackson. I tend to view that whole scenario as... You're talking about the documentary for the HBO? The documentary for HBO. Okay. I tend to view it as... What was your entire point in bringing up any of this information if these men were not as credible because, as you were bringing them out to be? Okay. But at the same time, I know as a civilian, mm-hmm. I am not part of the industry at all. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of information I am not privy to mm-hmm. as part of the general public. So therefore, regardless of whatever I think, I don't know what's going on over there. She does. And everybody else involved, they know. But... For everybody who keeps projecting this very Do you believe that Oprah Winfrey rage. does not have black men's best interest at heart? I do believe she does. Okay. So can we talk about the Michael Jackson thing for a second? Because mm-hmm. I think we forget that before Oprah was like this deity. And I'm joking. I'm saying deity with a joke face. But she should be. But before that, bad. Oprah was the second coming of Barbara Walters. She was. Do you guys realize that Oprah, Oprah Gail Winfrey walked into Michael fucking Joseph Jackson's house, sat in his living room, looked him in his face and asked him, do he molest kids in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She went there when other people wouldn't. And said, do you think it's okay to sleep with children? And you know Michael Jackson said? Yes, because da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And no one called for Oprah's head then. No. Because it seemed sensible. Like, motherfuckers was laughing. Everybody thought Michael Jackson's so weird. Yeah. But Oprah sat there, like, in her weird... I mean, Oprah's hair. I remember that day, like, it was yesterday. Oprah was really... Her... Andre was on some shit. She had them crimps. She had too much dark eyeshadow. She had motherfucking dress. And she looked at him and she said... But do you? Because she's a journalist. She's, she's a journalist. journalist. She was right. being one. So it's not that she's. So she took that story to its natural end, and I think that she backed off when she realized that there was something there. Mm-hmm. I think Oprah could do a better job of publicly failing. She quietly fails. She quietly. Fails. She is victorious publicly. Yeah. But she could talk a little bit more about why she backed out of that Finding Neverland thing. But here's what I. But think. she don't owe it to black people to do that. No, she doesn't. But here's what I think. I think that the biggest issue a lot of people have with Oprah or anybody in her position is No, the fact stay with Oprah. Alright, well, someone like Oprah is the fact that when she chooses to make a move, it seems to happen when the people in question can no longer vouch for themselves. That's wrong. That's I just true. said no, no, to you, I know you sat at Michael Jackson's house. I'm not talking about, no, no, I'm not okay. talking about what happened in the past. I'm talking about what's currently going on. She specifically in the it. last she couple of years. Specific, right in his face. Yes, specifically in these last couple of years, which is mounting up everybody's idea that like she has no goodness I'm going to quote right my friend Danny, who's sitting right here, who okay. really bottom-lined it for me in a way that Danny and I, there are two people I usually speak to every day. Malik Branch, Danny Crota. Yeah. If I if y'all don't hear from me, I died. And I'm sorry about that. No problem. Um, Look into it. Avenge me if you need to. I find another black person. Fuck you, bro. Let Malik, help Malik avenge me. Um, <laughs> help, Malik, help Malik avenge my death. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Danny made a good point one day. He said, yo... Russell Simmons sold all his companies and moved to fucking Asia. So what did Oprah do? She didn't do nothing. And not only did so why did Oprah hate black men? 
he showed up because I, I went when I before I moved to LA. I went, mm-hmm. I went two weeks before to do interviews. Right. I hung out with him. Okay. Talking. Needs to be going out. Fuck it, it's fine. Two weeks before, mm-hmm. like recently, after he'd been caught out there, I was up there talking to an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. So I asked her how old are you? She's like, mm-hmm. I remember to myself, he's not getting any burn for this. Mm-hmm. He just exists. Mm-hmm. And told so I was gonna probably call. adjusted the little number. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no, he had a major okay job moment. I was like setting it up to make sure that like a guy asked me, the guy that he had with him asked me like, "Are you going to ask him any questions that are untoward?" I'm like, "No, my hotel's over there. I'm not going to do nothing to get thrown out." It goes cool, meaning that he surrounds himself with people who are never going to give him problems about what he was going to do. Problems that he, if he was a white man who did all that shit, would crush him. Did you see the show? I hate to dig into this bag, but like the reason why I do this podcast is because I I know what the fuck I'm talking about. The show, the the movie. Uh Did you see that movie? Do you remember that movie? movie. Lord, y'all. I'm telling you, I was outside. The show. The show. How old are you? Oh, the movie. The Def Jam movie. Remember when Russell Simmons was talking about bitches and about Mm -hmm. model bitches and young bitches? Yes. And And everyone was key to fuck and he did the same thing on the Juan Epstein podcast because he just brought up all his memories from the early 80s to the mid 90s and it was basically the same shit that was on the show. And so what's what, Oprah doing again? She's not Y'all, tell me what she's doing. I don't doing. anything wrong, but what I'm saying is specifically this. Everybody no, I know what she's doing. What no, she's I know doing she's, is she's not sitting up going back and forth with people no, who, have made a, who, who just wake up and decide that Whatever they see in the right now is mm-hmm. what exists, and exactly. nobody has a history, even though the Google is right there for them to mm-hmm. utilize. Because it's not like but that's the point. The thing, like with Gail King, like have you ever spoken to? Why you don't speak on Harvey Weinstein? She interviewed. But how the, many people I like? She's a journalist. Like it's already there. And respect to put a photo of her with fucking Harvey Weinstein. I've it taken a photo. There's a photo of me and Daniel, whatever the fuck his name is. Who robbed everybody? It's photos of me and him together. That's me. Oh, Tyler! That's photographer. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. You, you weren't privy to this very special piece of information, but this goes back very, very. Hell no, man! I was shocked that I'm on uh, this and I was being messy. Uh, but it's what it be. There's a photo of us together. <laughs> Because I'm not being a fucking thief. You're not a scammer. I'm not scamming out of them black photos. Therefore, you cannot give Gil King static for taking photos next to Taking the same King. picture that everybody had. Hollywood is on top of that. Hollywood pictures. Which no, is but y'all gotta. I, I really. I'm yeah, just gonna ask you if y'all can talk. If y'all can go to the black guy meeting. I know what you're trying to say. Come but, on, but, y'all. But, all I'm saying is this. A lot of black men's rage is based on an irrational space of thinking that the walls are closing in on them. That's really, but that's the white man's issue too. I know that. It's the true. same way that they pull Trump it's, in because they feel less than. I feel. Yeah. Like, we talk about the sort of way in to keep you included. We're talking about like Trump people and why they feel the way and regardless. Shout out to our Trump people. Hey, yeah. Trump people. Can you imagine? I know you have one. Um, oh, no, 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 Hey, Trump person. Don't, don't name them because then I'm going to have to fight them in the street with my shirt off. You know I'm Just my bra top. And you know I'm too. Um, oh, baby, it said. There's, a, <laughs> there's a certain energy of Touch feeling chest, less than and feeling not important. And you have this fat fuck going, you need important. 
So they fall through it. So when you have this people going like, I feel as a black man, I'm being let down. And a black woman's going like, I expect better from you. Yeah. You, know you yell at your like this. Don't ever make me feel less than. That's not, I said this yesterday, put it on my gravestone. Your trauma's not my responsibility, black men. Stop putting it on black women to make you feel special and strong and powerful. And that's what we it's were for you. earlier. And, and if, it, you yeah. know what? Like, you, know, you hold some, a mirror up to somebody, you're like, yes. this is actually what you That's what I do. I spent this entire week. Because in the end, what the men who argue the loudest about this are the ones who have always had the bar the lowest for them. I disagree. So, you think so? I think that a lot of men who yell about Oprah are really yelling at their very, very the, oppressive the shitty moms. Their moms who really held them to the fire that don't they don't feel good enough to their mom. So Oprah, because Oprah... And this is not to say we don't know Oprah, but what we see from Oprah is that she don't suffer fools. She don't suffer people who be below them, mm. and she don't keep it around her. And if you turn out to be ain't shit, she's just going to lay it out there and be like, and so. But that's what It seems I, as though that you aren't shit. Yeah, but then that's Talk the thing. Talk to though. me. But then that's the Talk thing, Talk to though. me about you not there's being shit, There's public perception, man. and then there's what actually happens going on. What I'm Oprah's saying, private life's not our business. I know what I'm saying. Is that there was a male person in Oprah or whatever. There was a male dude. Who did everything Oprah did? He would be a deity. Yes, the sure. concept of as a black man, man, black man, man be a but deity. why is Oprah still open to slights? Because she does it as long as she functions on her own merit instead of what. What I'm trying to say is that if I was a black man named Oprah, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm a man. We wouldn't have her do any of it. We would just be so happy for her. Yeah. Yeah. We would throw her up. She would be a, a, a god to us. But we do not give her that same guarantee. But, it's but why? Said, but it's what you said earlier. As Wait. long as she is a woman, that part will not happen. Yes, but it's then, terrible. But then also what I'm taking from it in general is the whole black people as a monolith thing. Which is that this really fucked up idea that like we one person does not represent all but yet for some weird ass reason we still expect whoever's out there to be seen to represent you know what's the really shitty i don't get that part. no but you know what's really shitty because oprah is 67 now but she was 37 when she started to get famous mm-hmm. yeah. and her driving force for the last 30 to 35 years of us being us knowing her she we've known her all our life mm-hmm. yes she has been driving to try to grab as many black folks. And bring them that, to and it, But it's to her liking. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you a little secret. If in a year Termogen Talk is wherever and then we're wherever. I'm going to grab black folks too. But they are going to be to my liking okay. as well. Yeah. They're going to be to Goody's liking as well. So, so yes to my liking. Whatever that means. Whether they're barbers or MBAs. I'm not nailing you for that. Mm-hmm. I have a thought. I'm letting you finish. Alright let me finish. But the, what I'm saying to you is that you guys... Really, whole open like you treat her like she's. I don't get it. Like she's God. It's she's God, but like you're really mad at her. Yeah, exactly. And then like like that's like, a question. That's yeah. the, no, that's a question. Is that she is the mom, and we are mothers, and mothers. That's the sexism of that. Is that mothers need to be infallible. Dads can be imperfect. Mm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. A mom has to be on her game twenty four seven. If she slips, she's a piece of shit. But if a dad goes, yeah, I decided to be an alcoholic for five years, but I came back. It's just, oh, my God, it's so sweet that you're back. He's a great dude. But weren't you the one that was saying, was it you who was like, Oprah had the nerve to choose not to have children? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and by her choosing to not have children and not to be someone's wife Mm -hmm. and to be an actualized person on her own standing on her own two feet it throws people off it does because she wouldn't she no longer why is that okay because she no longer qualifies for the stereotypes but we know she doesn't have children we don't even really know why she said it was a decision We don't know why. Well, she if we know her, we know her origin story. Every stereotype that literally, as a black woman, she's supposed to be under. Right. And then, because if you're not choosing to be a mother, if you're not choosing to be a wife, if you're not choosing to be a slave to the black agenda, then oh. what are you? That's how a lot of people are viewing. Right, but she seems to drive access. You have to exist. You have to exist in our gaze. Hmm. Not having a kid, not being married. You're not part of our dynamic. You're just on you're your own. You on your do own. not need us. Therefore, you're a trash person. Yeah. You and therefore, you're the tool of the white man. How do you become the tool of the white man? Because of that. that she's you win because if you are in conjunction to it, that's what 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 how they... Who pays you? For them, as far as these black people are concerned, white people are paying her. Are they paying you? Because they're paying me. They pay all of us. Not me. <laughs> no, who think it's like We're not, not the same amount, though. We could put it who like that. Fair. All right. Listen, if I'm just looking Both at it like this. paid by the same white nigga, so why I'm is just, this issue? I'm just looking at it like this. A simple-ass, angry-ass nigga with a city job, worried about Oprah. Real talk, though. It's before you finish, just hold it. Hold it for a second. Okay. An angry enough city job, what's your problem? Mm. You're doing okay. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. You're doing okay. If you break it, guess what? You're fine. And no bills. No bills. If you decided, I want to try crack, guess what? They'll be like, we have for you. We have for you. No big deal. Angry things, the city jobs are kind of the worst people. Yeah, you're the worst. It's not a section of this podcast, but that's kind of the worst person. That's my point. All these people who have the strongest opinion. What's your opinion on Oprah? My opinion on Oprah is simply this. I think that as a woman who has seen everything, there's a limit to how far she can get involved in many aspects. Like what? Because she seems limitless. She seems limitless. Mm -hmm. But like, all right, fine. If I take the Russell Simmons documentary to to task, Mm -hmm. I believe she had many good intentions on backing that project. Mm -hmm. But once shit started hitting the fan, she had to realize many things that she's a part of could have been affected by that like one thing. I don't know because she's in the industry. She didn't, she's not just doing one project. She's doing multiple. Yeah, there had to be a valid reason so, for it. And I'm just looking at it like this. She's not just doing one project. She's mm-hmm. doing multiple projects. And if I'm in control of that, I don't want some one decision that I make to fuck up all my other okay. things that I got so going I'm on. So I know that I'm going to give y'all full disclosure. Mm-hmm. So there's two people in the world who are like open with studied students. Me mm-hmm. and my dear... Tamiko Benjamin. She is yeah, somebody. Hey, Tamiko. Hey, and I think that what people don't realize about Oprah is that that is a savvy person that you sit in front of. Mm-hmm. And Oprah Winfrey likes to have a lot of control. And when she walks That's off in, a problem too. It is. It probably is a problem. Mm-hmm. But also, often when she walks from a project. You know project, how Martha fixes that? Because Martha Stewart's is in essence the white Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, how you know how Oprah Martha figured it out? Went to jail. Hang well, hanging out with fucking Snoop. Right. Because it Oprah softens it softens her right. in a way that if she would have I think if Oprah would have been like, Hey, look at me, I'm hanging out with some goofy dumb dumb fuck. I'm hanging out with somebody. Not with fifty something. There's somebody who's yeah, less serious. Mm-hmm. They would take the no, edge off of it. Because women who have power are seen as also. I think Martha was taken down a notch because of the jail. Yes, thing. but she always was seen as dangerous because there was a yeah. no order about her. Where it was yeah. like she was just a bad mom and terrible. Yeah, because putting her with Snoop makes her softer. Right. 
And then we have this conversation with me, right? Whenever I talk about my daughter, people love it. Mm-hmm. Because it makes me human. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm no longer this weird abstract idea. If I talk about my kid, or, oh, he get kid. So seeing her a woman with a person. A stoner. A stoner, but not just somebody who we respect, see as fun. Yes. Oprah's not done that. She has She won't. She, she, she won't. Refuses. She shouldn't have to. Right. The fact is that if she did it, there would never be a problem. Right. The fact so, is that she decides to go after, even if I went after five black pedophiles, black community would go, why don't you go after one white pedophile? But a pedophile is a pedophile right. in my and opinion. Also, I think that there's a lot of, what I'm, I'm learning, I learn every day, is that. All right, we get it. Shut up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. Oh, my God. What I learned every day is that I didn't realize how cut off from broader society a lot of my black peers are. Mm-hmm. So, like, I watched Oprah a lot growing up. So, I saw Oprah put the motherfucking screws to all kinds oh, of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All walks of life, all life, the rich mm-hmm. men, the white men, the old men, the mm-hmm. black men, the this men. That's I a think podcast is itself talking about how disconnected we are from, from the, the world. Yeah. Because we didn't see it exactly. right here. Yeah. So every it's time somebody yeah. says the Weinstein thing, I it's want like, to just like, Google like, the like, shit. Just Google so y'all know, better. fun fact: I saw Venom. So now, like, I I saw the movie Venom. So when? last night. It's bad, right? Yeah, but like the, the the visual effect of like how I feel when people say stuff like Oprah, don't do this. It makes me want to like turn into venom and bite your head off because it's like, like, could you like you don't oh, know? How do you not know? Like a turn but see, in the same sense as you say that, that's what I'm saying. I didn't like, like venom guys. I didn't like it either, but it was that, interesting. There's so much yeah. nuance that people are not. It's not. To. It's not. Oprah Winfrey was on TV for a whole fucking life. I know that. Why like, didn't you watch an episode? How do you fucking? How are you gonna tell me? Yeah, Oprah's an older lady who episode, doesn't like black music. But that's what Google I'm trying to say. You're, you're saying that she's been on TV. Do you guys talk to your moms that way? Because Oprah's the same age as most of our mothers. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. No, do y'all talk to or about your mothers that way? Of course they won't. Okay, so then what the fuck's the problem? Because they want to. Oh, because they yes, want that's to. They want to live until the yes. moment go fuck themselves. Oh, but they can't. Yes, yes. Because we're yes. not allowed to. That's we had a discussion right. before. Yes. I'll say on this podcast, and anyone that hear me, go fuck my mom. She go fuck herself. I can I'm say that. Sorry. I can, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I am. She was not a nice person. Valid. And she deserves what she gets. With that being said, if I was a normal, regular, regular black man, I would go. She did the best she could, and I respect her for what she did. And I would take it out on Oprah. I would take it out on Nicki Minaj. Take it out on all of the people oh. that we give static to. Danny yeah. read the agenda, y'all. fucking reason. Exactly. Anybody yeah. that represents status that we personally can't attain to, we're going to yell at. Remind us of what lows we've already been through. That's why they react the way that they react. Can I tell y'all something funny? I, I, we, I would like to and tell people, yeah. you know what, that's going to be a poll. What, what's wrong? What's your issue with folks from when? I want to know. But y'all got to stop saying stuff like she don't, she didn't go out the wine stuff. That's such a bigger question no. because you have to ask a man, hey, why is your mom, we've had discussions about yes. people, about their moms who are separate and selfish and difficult and mm-hmm. gross. You can't admit that to yourself because that means that you're going to feel every part of the abandonment. So rather just go, the world fucked you over. But when that woman gives you any bit of quality, you date people who look just like them Mm -hmm. or sound just like them and give them every bit of the smoke because what you're trying to do is make your mom suffer 
So we, it's we, it's, it's, but do you know how many times? Objection yes. right then and there. And all, all I'm trying to say at the end of the day is that it's all misplaced guidance because they refuse to acknowledge what they truly feel on the inside. They're using straw man arguments at all times to just say it's her fault. Do you know how many times I've had to tell people, people say, Oprah Winfrey don't do nothing for black oh, men. No, no. And I have so, to literally what? say. Season two. Oprah Winfrey, since she first got her first million, has been sponsoring black men to go to Morehouse College. Mm-hmm. So for 25, 30, 25 years, she said she's been putting right. black men through college. But those are the same people. And I want to ask these black men, how many black people have you put through college? They, 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 one? No, not Hasn't one. Hasn't she asked that they question? Want every, yeah. yeah, but they want everything spelled out. But can we just sit on seconds. that for one second? Y'all think Oprah Winfrey don't fuck with y'all, but even when people tell you, hey, she does a thing, she consistently so does a thing. You still come back to Oprah Winfrey hates black men. Well, so then, I'm starting to think. But all women hate black men. All women hate black men. Because um, everybody hates black men. Because we need to be the, the center of the total watchmen. I'm mm-hmm. looping it back around. We need to be seen as the number one villain right. of the world. And you need to pick us up and carry it on. And say, victim? victim. What did I say? Villain. You mean vic- villain or victim? Villain. Well, why? Simon. Villain or victim? No, no, works. no. Because that's, that actually is the issue. Black men, for some reason, want to be victims and perpetrators. No, the no. They want to be the yes. villain. You want to know why they want to be the villain? So that the the good ones can feel like unicorns. But they're not good ones, okay? No, there's no such thing as good ones. It's, it's okay. But they people. feel like they're the good ones. No, no, no. They good feel ones. like they're good ones because good they ones. didn't belong in the first place. And then that's why they tried to create this niche for themselves and be like, well, I'm not like that. But then they're still exuberant assholes because... And that's why there was pushback on Girl Dad. Yeah. And yeah. there was push on Girl Dad. Wait, there was pushback on Girl Dad? A lot yeah. of pushback There was a lot of women who were uncomfortable with the fact that they got fucked over by their dad. So they didn't want these women oh. who did have good dads you know what? to embrace it the way that they Also, did. women who have fathers, who have daughters, who their dads are not in their life, who are either A, using their kids for clout, or B, ignoring them completely, it feels a way. Hmm. You can admit that. We at least admit that. If you, if me and you had sex, which would be gross, so fucking gross. You don't gross. even have the parts for that, B. Zero, just me slapping it into plastic. But with that being said, she gets pregnant because of God or whatever, and because we all believe in that thing. And then she gets pregnant and gives birth to the most beautiful curly-headed baby ever. And then I just split the fucking scene because I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and then she goes. I mean, have a girl, and then people are talking about the dads of your children. It's gonna make you feel bad. It's gonna make you feel bad if you have a daughter that be created, and I'm not involved in it at all. And you're watching all your friends. It does. Can I tell you something? Like I don't feel bad on Mother's Day or Father's Day. Yeah, because you would get. We had this discussion. We had this discussion. She was raised properly, and you've gotten. You got your parents what you need them to. You didn't get the. You play video games. Mm-hmm. She didn't get the end game. True. Yeah, you didn't. So when you play a video game to the end, it ends. But then it's like end stuff where you get to do stuff in the world that you mm-hmm. created. The game though ended. You got everything you needed. Everything else is what you want. You got what you needed. Your parents gave you love, a self sense of worth. You know who you are. So when you get to a certain point now. You understand that when Mother's Day is not killing you because you got what you needed. But like we have people we both know who didn't get what they needed. And they're dying inside when people talk about other people mm. loving them and needing them and wanting them. 
it makes them realize what they're missing. Oh. And I feel like to understand that just because you don't have to have all the other things yeah. that other people. Yeah. Like, I don't people. feel a way when somebody has. I'm like, oh, good for you. You got yeah. the thing that I don't have, but I don't want that shit anyway. Yeah, and especially if you're not gonna make, if you're not gonna have the realistic talk with yourself about what you're missing and why you need it Never. in your life, then it's not gonna change anything. You're gonna keep repeating the same mistake over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again because you refuse to acknowledge you actually have a problem. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to say is just what Danny said about Oprah before about how they're almost envisioning their mothers and they really just want to say that's what they to their moms. Well, we're getting very deep here on yeah. the Terminator Talk podcast, I must say. That's um, that's just the kind of imagery that exists. It's just that a lot of people are holding hostilities that they've been harboring for a very long time due to the way that they've lived life. And then you have these celebrities who encapsulate something similar to what they've already done. Right, because I mean, if there's anyone who looks like a fucking mom... Yeah,オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか。オープンですか
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and argue with every single dude about right or wrong. Because after a while, I'm killing myself just to prove these points. So if I'm going to do this, I got to, in my mind, I'd rather attain a position of power so then I can speak to everybody from a position where I know I'm a little bit more protected rather than having to do everybody one by one by one by one. I don't know. That's a little uh, bit of a thing. Like in a position of power if you have a man's respect no, I will. and his ear and the ability to say, hey, brother, I know this is where you at. I know this is what you're doing. However, are you aware that the optics on this is fucked up? No, you're right on that part. But what I'm simply saying is that I can't do that with every single person. There that are people that improve one person and you've improved the world. You're right, but at the same time, if the goal is to help as many people as possible, it's not. I'm just asking. I'm asking you about you're asking. Facebook and the Facebook. I'm going to use the Facebook world. Okay. So we'll be in Facebook spaces or Twitter spaces, and people will be running women down, running them down, and there'll be many men who will just kiki and laugh behind it. Many of these men who go home and cry over women, then that's not a shot. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Tell me why when you see guys running and kicking women's backs and you don't say, but what about you? But that's what I'm saying. For somebody like me, I do say that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say exactly what I need to say. I'm going to hold them all accountable. They're going to come back at me. They're going to call me gay. They're going to say, oh, bro, that's not going to get you no pussy. This and the third. And I've heard it all before and it is what it is. I could care less. I'm just going to make Is that how pussy works? To them, to them, I don't know it what is? the fuck they're talking about, but to them, that's exactly how it works. But I'm going to say exactly what I know needs to be said in that moment. I wonder if the same, women want me, want me yeah. for different reasons. But, this, that situation. but at the same time, there's a point, especially for somebody like myself who had to fight through all of it by myself. If you're not going to see other people do exactly what you hope that they could do, then you're going to have to be the change that you wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just going to live it. And then I'm going to put it out there. And whether you fuck with me, if you don't fuck with me, I don't really care. But the mm-hmm. point is, I put it out there. Now, if you're coming with me, then that means you already know what's up. And then we got to keep trying this over and over and over again to spread it as much to as, among as many people as possible mm-hmm. if we can. But then... In some ways, you already know you have an unwashed masses and you're just not going to get to them. You have to leave them where they are because that's just what it is. And I But then we still get together and mm-hmm. scream that Oprah's the worst. That's what I hate so, about unwashed yeah. masses. That, From my perspective, you're all unwashed masses, fam. And that's not me being wild or reckless. It's not me being crazy. At some point, there's going to be somebody who can say, well, below you. Same way that's right. You speak to somebody else. Be a better person. If I don't say nothing else tonight, be better. You are not a, in a vacuum. What you say matters to people. Mm-hmm. Women are not your fucking tools because you're a black. Fuck you, guy. Do what you have to do. I get we've all been hurt. White men have hurt mm-hmm. us. White women have hurt us. Be fucking better. And I feel like at some point I say it in line. I say it in spaces. It makes me miserable to think that we're still here having this dumb, dumb conversation about if you bought, if a woman buys you 50%, she's not a good person, or what you rather have, or uh, what's the other one? A uh, gay son or a thug. You dumb cunt. How dare you? Be better. Live your life like. I've read it before. Live like you saw the future and saw how you existed in it. Aspiration. Exactly. Yes. Why aspiration. Is, exactly. Like, why is peace. Not the end goal. Why is control the end goal? And that's what my biggest problem is at all time. But 
But I'm also trying to argue that refuse to fight against those people because if that's all they want to do, but it's getting here. Me trying to fight against them. Let's bring it right back around to what Chantel was saying. She was surprised by how many people only live and exist and understand these very black spaces and do not live outside of them, right? Mm -hmm. So people are like, why is Gail getting death threats? But none of the other people got death threats. The other women got death threats. Mm -hmm. But but I just don't... I don't understand why you think that they wouldn't have. The only difference is that Snoop didn't send... If Snoop would have said that shit about Ebo, which he wouldn't have, if Ebo would have said the same shit, Ebo would have been fine. The fact that it was Gail, not... uh, some main version of Gail, Galen, Charlie yeah. Rose, but he was fired because he was. But because Charlie he Rose was, was like, they were like, oh, Gail is still friends with Charlie Rose, and he was accused of sexual assault. people content. don't even be friends. They be people at a dinner, and then no, they... she's known to be still friends with him. Yes, she knows me. Mm-hmm. If I come out to be the biggest sex criminal ever, she like from my perspective, he wasn't that guy. That's what friends do. You're not gonna go. Yeah, he was out here fucking sucking and fucking. That's trash. And then we hang out. Yeah, yeah. He just like, yeah. <laughs> and he just tells me his escapades. It's fine. <laughs> Thing is that you say what you know of somebody. Right. And you move on. And um, speaking of moving on, I, I do want us to talk about, we got to talk about the Meek Mill, Nicki Minaj, Twitter kerfuffle. We're gonna, we're gonna talk and about we got to talk about. We're going to talk about that before we talk about this yikes shit. You got to talk about the yikes song. Goody. You have to have a clown bed for when you... Clown <laughs> yeah, that's some um, clown ass shit that happened. So, what did you think? Because Goody was on music review this week. I heard it, and the only thing I could think was that wow, Nikki's coming. She's getting back in her bag. But this is a vintage bag. It's an old fucking bag, and it, she had no growth whatsoever. Like this is a woman who just got married. She's not telling us. What being a married woman is like. She wanted to take it back to when she was rhyming. I don't need her to tell me what married life is like. She doesn't need to tell us that, but she needs to tell us something more than she got more money than bitches Mm -hmm. and she'll fight bitches and she a thug and she's the queen and bitches have to sit their ass down. On a scale of zero to five, what would you say? I will say that I like the flow. The flow was You great. like the new flow? I like the flow. Like, doesn't necessarily seem new. It seems like Nikki getting back in, in her bag. Like, mm-hmm. the bag yep. she came out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to... She's very talented. Fucking, I would like to see some fucking growth. What do you think about her saying that she doesn't like Anaconda... And um, Starships and Pills and Potions Which she's got to do what she has to do because... I actually like Pills and Potions. I think... And Starships. Because she tried to do a thing. She tried to... Mm-hmm. And she could go back and say, like, hey, people do all the time. Yeah. Like, what do you uh, think about that? Uh, Rocky, not Rocky, it's not his real name. Um, Sylvester Stallone said he hated three of his, the, the Rocky movies because it didn't work for him. Well, here he, is. he made a move to try a thing. It didn't work out for him. He didn't like it. So for me, I get why you'd say it. I Just own it. You know, do something different. Her issue, she needs to stop clowning. This is my problem um, with, with Nicki Minaj and to do something different. People could say a lot about Kim, but every time Kim came out, she was doing something different. She was doing some different shit. And, um... What's she doing now? No, I'm saying that she was... That Biggie wrote her lyrics. Actually, I'm to feel like maybe... Right, as many lyrics... As, you know, yeah. as, a, as, a, as a... 
We're starting to hear it. Female MC. You get in the room, you writing your shit. Men want to write for But you. she was writing through the lens. She was through the lens of Biggie stuff. All I'm saying is that Biggie's been dead want forever. To write for you. Why am I slandering a lady rapper in this movie? That's fine. I felt that after a while, she never kept him going. This is the thing. Because mind you, my love of it. came out and did something new. When? When was this? No, she has a fan base. Every no, that's not does. the question she, she no, asked. No, she always is, came out and did something. When? When she, like, she tried to West Indian thing. She was just trying to... Do you mean Kim? Like Little Kim? Little yeah. Kim. Little Kim. To the point whereby... Life she has argued, a reggae rap song. Did you all like argued, it? I, yeah, I like that shit went... if she still looked like an older version of herself from 1997, yeah. you'd be kissing her ass like how people kiss Remy's ass. They're only a few years apart. Yeah, they're three years apart. The but if, or better question then: If you had Remy here, little Kim here, and one could do a verse, the other one had to leave, and you could never hear them again, who would you pick? I'm going with Rem. Right. I'm going with little Kim. I'm going with Rem. A, a little Kim verse, but a new one though. We have the new little Kim verses. I'm saying no talking about dad to come up something like it's something that you never heard before. Because like when we're having this conversation, I think about all the times that I feel like sometimes women were only listening to Little Kim and men were tuning out in songs. Like what? Little Kim used to that quiet storm is the thing that y'all heard. She was but like if you think about Little Kim's verse on like you don't want to play around, like the song with um Yeah, when Little Kim fucking like Yo Kim when And this is after Biggie's dead. Yeah. Drugs, I that song I would suggest you do a trial of Little Kim and I think you'll come to a different Well the problem is there was too much content that I didn't want to hear. Talk about right now. Let's listen to Evan Shed and Yeah, What I'm saying to you is that Every time I get dropped a piece of her that I forgot about, I'm like, shit, this is post-97. This is post-March 9th. And this girl is fucking yeah, giving she, a she, go. She, she exactly. was still going. Quiet Storm is post-March 9th, 1997. And, she, yes. and Prodigy said, they didn't touch it. And then there are also people are saying right now, like, Big One is write the verse. Kim was like, I'll write shit too. We both write it. We'll see which one they like. Kim was winning that. Mm-hmm. A lot. I think that we like to think that the only people who could rap are ugly men. Yeah. Just That's like when we talk not about even remotely true. No, but it is Because it's pretty people we fuck with. As you know, I... Because it's very easy for us to believe that Drake's got... Second logic. I know second logic likes his shit. I don't know that logic. Well, logic is... Good, but then logic is doing something different right now. Yeah, but I'm living. But I'm talking about log- You're using logic for now, where it's kind of okay for no, people. No, have- if we, even if we use Kim as a basis, and we would end up saying the same thing about Foxy Brown, because we already know that pair. When I was assuming that Jay Z was writing a lot of her lyrics, I still but can't we, believe Jay Z will come fly with me. He, the bars, yeah. 
No, but, she but said we, it. He yeah, wrote them. He wrote them. But at the same time, then we also know what it was like when she came out in 2001 with her album. And she was fucking flaming that entire shit because yeah. that was all her right there. Wait a minute. Maybe it was a sprogger. Yeah, she, she, had, yeah. she had batteries. She had batteries, but I'm just saying, it, at the end of the day, she also evolved at the same time. Mm-hmm. She brought a new energy to her to her style. She well, was the only one that did it. And then at the end, and then she the was the only one capable of yeah, doing it. Correct. And then she was stepping it up from what it was prior. And so I just like, think little Kim's mistake and it sucks because when you're a woman is the fact that well, she look, and, we, and we've been talking about this like um, the idea I was having a conversation with my sister about the fact that what people decide you are when they look at you it doesn't really matter who you are so if a person decides because Danny was saying the thing about Danny made a point he's like he has a friend who is as close to him as I am and she's light skinned and then there's me and that this person, they always assume that he's having sex with her. But they don't assume he's having sex with me. Never. And it's really just because the perception is, of course, you cannot be around this light-skinned woman and not be trying to fuck, yeah. wanting to fuck her. Yeah. Or it's the idea when you see someone who is tall or you see someone who is dark-skinned or you see someone and you decide that they're not insisting on giving you the messages that say, come my way, you, you, don't, you don't know what to do with them. And I think that Kim's presentation of herself was saying one thing and then maybe her abilities was a different thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a disconnect there. There is a disconnect, but it's also timing. Because when, during those years, we were a lot more savage about a lot of shit. And we were a lot more closed-minded about a lot of shit at the same time. (sighs) One thing that Nikki benefited from when she came up is the fact that there was nobody else around. Every, yeah, but that benefit away. is finished. No, now. no, no. I know and that benefit. She's not doing well no, in the face of it. No, anything. but then that's the problem because she's still living off of what she started with. That's what. That's why she always has a hard time with criticism. Mm. She's still working off of the fact that she was the only one at the time. Literally, right before Nikki came out, there was a whole wave of female rappers. Yeah. You had Lady yes. May. You had Remy. You had. Emil, you had you had Gene Gray, you had there was so much shit. My fav, one of my favorite songs, the Seven Deadly Sins, off a of K Slate um album, which had like seven. Was here, and I was like, Yo, and Lauren, and Lauren was, and she was like, and then she was like, Well, what's the song, fam? I was like, I don't, I don't remember. Seven Deadly Venoms, yes, yes. And to this day, one of my favorite Remy verses is on that fucking track because it was so sick. But I'm telling you, like, Nikki benefited from the fact that after Remy got locked up and she had to go, there was nobody else in her lane, so she had nobody else to be challenged with, and then she could go. Then, on top of that, she had to make pop records, and I know that one of the reasons she was saying she, she didn't have all that, to make pop she records, she didn't have to make she it, wanted to make but pop records. I know that she's regretting it because she didn't anticipate that the Pardon. fan base that she, she got would hold her, girl. yeah, would hold her fire to the flames the way that they did. And I think that, especially as somebody in their late 30s who still doesn't know how to grow up, that's some shit that'll really piss you off when you're trying to be you, mm-hmm. but these little fucking kids keep fucking your <laughs> shit up. And now you don't know how to be it because every time you try to do the mm-hmm. grown-up thing, supposedly, because Nikki is, but they keep coming out and being like, ah, Nikki, you So now, as speaking of that, What's up? did y'all see the Twitter fight? Yes. When yes. Nikki and, and, May, yes. and, and um, me? They both trash for that. There was a lot of clowns. He admitted he was a clown for that. He did. About the kicking people in bellies and any situation where one person has sexual abuse is obviously the loser. Did Nikki know about it? I'm pretty confident she did. 
I'm assuming she just thought that was, she, she was making it up. Make it yeah, exactly. And then it didn't go on. So what do y'all think about the idea that these people are both exes who've moved on? Yeah, but... And they are publicly arguing in in public. It's trash of clown shit. I don't... To me... Fucking marketing ploy. You think... You you know why I think... From her perspective, I think so. she has an album, something happens. No, no, no. Very specific... A part of her hook is something about clowns. Mm. Right? A part of her... Jab to him. So you think it was her putting a clown face over him, mm-hmm. and then saying what I feel. So you like think that this is cloud chasing for her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think him? she needs that. I think he was responding and not. Um, you think he got yeah. caught? I think he he responded. He he didn't think he responded. He responded. Mm-hmm. And he he didn't start thinking and problem. You know, his woman price, and now here looking at him, pointing to her stomach like, "This yeah. what you doing, fam?" Exactly. Well, also congratulations to me. For acknowledging that he's about to be a dad for a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, I guess I dumped in her was what he was. I don't think that's what he meant. I would hope that's not what he meant. I don't think that's what he meant. Well, you know, well, um, that was trash. It was all trash. But see, then that's also the problem right there. It's just like, you would think after all those experiences he had and everything that Jay-Z's probably been training him to understand because he's now everywhere he look. You would have better media training and awareness about. What I don't think what he got was media training. Mm-hmm. I think what he got was baptism by fire, um, and then a resurrection of sorts. An unexplainable resurrection. You can explain it. Um, it's time for prison reform. Maybe no, from for his paper. perspective, not not from what we know, but oh. from his. He he probably didn't see this coming. But what I'll say is this: I don't think that they have moved on. They didn't get the closure that they needed, and some people need closure. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't get that, and what we are witnessing, and sadly what their spouses have to witness, is them possibly still having a thing for each other, mm-hmm. if you ask me. That's what I that's what I gather from it. Yeah. Is that that's what you right. think? That's what I gather from it. We, you know, they. I don't think that they were good for each other. I don't think that they will ever have a moment together again. But I don't think they're over it. I think that in the back of both minds, there's the what if we could have made this work. But who does we, it look worse for? The married person or the person with... It looks bad for both of them. It looks bad for both of no, them. No, no, I'm not disagreeing. You that say that who part. it looks worse for? who it looks worse for? The married person or the person with a baby on the way? It looks worse for... It looks worse for Nikki. <laughs> and I'll say it looks worse for her for a couple of reasons. Um... She hasn't had any growth outside of getting married. And look at this man on a crazy glow up with a child on the way. Mm -hmm. The only thing she did was got married. And the dude that she picked to marry, people question his character. So it's not like even she went and got her the kind of man that you could say, hey, my mom is proud I brought him home. Mm -hmm. You know, essentially, she married her brother. Right? Like. I think that that was a tough, that's tough. I, I don't know. I think that I don't envy any of these people. I don't. I don't envy these these known people who every decision that they make, everything that they do, and they got to try to pretend that they got it all figured out when they don't have it all figured out, and that they understand everything when they don't understand everything, that they have a maturity that it seems like they don't. They don't take a break. She was gone for a while. I thought she was taking a break. No. And that wasn't a break. She wasn't she was taking tired. a break. She, 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 was, tired, right? she was gone, but then... She was getting into these things with Cardi. 
And then, no, I'm talking about after that when her and Lumi, I thought I just knew she was gonna come back with a baby bump. That was no. just a ploy. You know what I mean? Like she I just thought she was gonna come back, yeah. and then that's and look, what we have to understand is that she's a 38, 9, 40, whatever. Sure, I'm not here to judge. You're a woman, and it might not be as easy as it is for some people. Now, the one person, it's funny, the one person who was very open and honest about this shit is fucking Remy. Remy had her baby through IVF. Yeah. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Did you know that, Danny? Did not know that. Yeah. She Remy was really, really public yeah. about the fact that... And even after losing the other yeah. child. Mm-hmm. She, she said, public. and what her thing is that that's going to become one of her causes, is the idea that it costs women so much money when you just want to try to grow your family. Yeah. The fact that it's twenty twenty five thousand dollars to try is oppressive. Now, I mean, this is such a tangent, but New York State changed the law where now they pay for one round for any woman who is trying. They give you one, which is twenty thousand dollars worth of coverage. But a lot of women don't believe in it. But it's funny, Remy being like everybody's calling her a hood rat and this and that, and she would go on live every Saturday, her and Papoose. And she would go to get her shots and go to get her treatments and go to get her tests. She didn't do it on Love and Hip Hop. She did that shit from us to her. her. Mm -hmm. Like some solid shit because she's not 26 years old. She's not. She grew up. But then think about about what that means. She did it because she always had a safe space. She had a partner who truly cared about her. No, also it's about trying to not pretend like you could do something you can't do. No, no. That's a vulnerability. No, no. It is a vulnerability. But what I'm saying is... You she need had things. Space to she be had the space to be vulnerable. You yeah. need things in place like that to do that. I've never in my entire time seen Nikki be able to have a space of vulnerability. That's my issue with her. That's her that she comes across she as somebody support. who cannot be. She's a mean girl. Free about herself. She's not. No, she's not a mean girl. She's. Okay. She's a dumb. But that being said, she's somebody who's incapable. Of, you mean your mom? Yeah, she's yeah. incapable of being upfront and being who she is because she does not know who she is. But then that's what I'm saying. She's, she's tried to be authentic. Yeah. She's tried the, the, the route of being as authentic as Cardi. And I think that's why we have this yes, radio press shouting. Yeah. Because it seems so easy that Cardi just And meanwhile, do you realize how so quieter and happier Cardi is? Yes. She's I mean, Cardi shows she's a, out. She, she be showing out. Yeah. Y'all watch her. Pick up the land. Pick up the Them too. But you know what? Yeah, they do. Release the sex tape. We'll watch. Yeah, but you know what? See, that's, a, that's the one thing about You'll Cardi. You'll watch. Though. You won't that, watch? The one watch thing about Cardi, Cardi Abbott. <laughs> the one thing about Cardi, I've though. I've seen Johnny Blaze's sex tape. I'm going to watch hers. Oh, mm. But the one thing about that's Cardi, sad, though, is she kind of built up her reputation from the beginning before well, she even popped off of being a very funny person. She she's knew how to make fun of herself. She's a very funny person. She's a very funny person. Yes, but she's Nikki does not know how to poke fun of herself. And then that's why I call her mean girl because when things don't go her way, she's so quick to lash out. That's not what she is. No, that's not what she is. That's when you watch a show or a movie, and that's yeah. where I with certain black comedy, is that they do not know how to put themselves in a position where they look bad. Silly. Yes. Yes, because they need to be seen as valuable. So pretty. Yes. So valuable or funny or... And that's why, ooh, that's why I said about Eddie Murphy's later career... Was when, when he, he was yes yeah him. when he started becoming in the beginning when he was a bum or he was what have you yeah. he can like poke fun of himself. There was the boomerang later stage where he needed to be seen as a great dude. Okay, and I think it 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 hurt a lot of his comedy because it worked. He was trying ones. to be GQ smooth. Yes, because yeah. boomerang he literally was GQ smooth. Okay, yes, but I mean it was good though. It was great. So, it was last time it was great. It sent us on our path. Yes, um, it was. I'm in marketing. 
This is the thing. We've just discussed how Remy is a grown ass woman who's showing grown ass women components of her disability. Also, she the one who told us first about this. Right. Oh, who? She's the oracle, too. What'd she say? Well, she was basically the one, the first person to swing with the Nikki thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was the first one. And it's not that I want to pit them against each other. Actually, Kim was the first one. Yeah, but the thing about Little Kim yeah, is that. People don't be believing no, you know what? And again, this goes back to Little Kim's. I hate to be like the rap reporter, mm-hmm. but when Little Kim tried to go with her, Nikki went at her looks. Look at you, little fragger rock. I hit you with a padded lock. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you a has been. Yeah. The and fuck I look arguing with a has been. Which is funny. Yeah, I said it. Like, has been. Hang it up. Flat screen. Like, Nikki was just like, bitch, you ain't nothing. Which is crazy. And for that shit to me. turn around mm-hmm. and come back, it feels like in five years. And she's like this. Like, you're not going to do the shit I did. Right. And there was no one to tell her, like, have some perspective. Have some respect. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the way Kim's face looks. If people respect If Kim looked like more. the same girl from the All About the Benjamins video, she they would have watched their mouth with her. Yeah, but they would Like how they talk about, don't nobody send them Queen Latifah? There's lots you could say. Yeah. No, I'm not I mean, Queen Latifah would probably beat your motherfucking ass. Like, beat your ass. Of course. Queen Latifah, she pulled out titties. She pulled out earned titties. Titties that, they're not sexy titties. They're Working titties, man. <laughs> and when he said nothing about it, he said nothing to her about them working ass titties. No, she pull out HBO. <laughs> the be. white man's HBO. She pull up literally the most hard working one of their titties I've ever seen. <laughs> and those are the reduced ones. Those, those, are, those are the reduced ones. That was. They've been worked. Titties have been worked. Yes. But all right. So you're right on Remy. But the only reason I brought up Kim is because even though sometimes. The messenger is as important as the message. Uh-huh. It was still out there. But, yes, you do need sometimes somebody more credible to say the exact same thing in order for everybody to believe, which is what Remy people did in the him. end. And a lot of people were still against Remy for yeah. even saying that yeah. about Nikki at the fact, time. Nas was but like, yet, nah, you guys, you, can't, you yeah, can't just do yeah. that on my track. Exactly. Stop, stop and here we are I'm now. I'm sleeping with her now. Yeah, and here we are now, and most of those things came to fruition. He's like, I'm sleeping with That was quick. Yeah. That but was what quick. Remy say to her? You just met him. How he, how he blew that quick? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was quick. Nas was like, "I may not be a lot. I may not be a lot of things, but well, I know I, I got to get the fuck away from you." Yeah, I mean, because they to get away from him. Hmm? He's not that good. Yeah. There's a podcast that me and the ladies did. You can look it up. I could find it. I don't know, but we did listen to every Nas song. He's how, not how, the best how, person. How the algorithm going, fam? He's. We blew out Danny's fucking algorithm for a year. No. So it was like this. You love Nas, right? You love Nas. No. Yeah. You still, to boot camp to the end of that, you still they, they gave you shit like Nas? every day. You still with him or you still? Right, I fucked with Nas. He's, 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 he's in my top ten. He's in your top ten. He's not in my top ten. That's what we talked about. That was the part that he's not in my top ten. He was in my top ten. Biggie, uh, Big L, uh, Ben Vereen from Zoobly Zoo. <laughs> There's a lot of people above Nas talking about his dumb hotep ignorance nonsense. I fucked with Nas. Yes, he, yes, he's an attractive man. If he's I, a good man, he would not be on your top ten. I now that, now I'm going to cop to that. You might have a point. Yeah, you might have yeah, I'm going to cop to that. Because yeah. it goes to the other side of the Ken thing. Mm-hmm. If, Nas, is lo- if Nas lost his looks... Which he ain't losing, by the way. They're holding on strong. They're holding on so strong, my God. 
But would he have been taken in the way he was if he wasn't cute? No. No. I mean, quite honestly, AZ was like... Now, wait a minute. I'm sorry, y'all. It's because of you. Are we trying to not notice that AZ was fine, too? Fine as hell, but he was not. In a different way. AZ is today. Fine. No. Send me a picture. AZ's and AZ's and niggas you want now. AZ, what you want now? I want now. What? You want that? You want exact dolls now? He don't look like he give you good penis. He's 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 he's, he's gonna give you a little strip, fam. Yeah. And he's with this. You good? You like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Garbage ass strokes. He's like you. He's like this. He's like this. He would suck me off a little bit later. That's what he would say. Mm. That's who he is. Mm. He would literally give you missionary. Leave you back shots. Right, though. Old Nas would have fucked you on top of the Empire State Building. Current Nas not even touching you near a train station. What like changed? No, no. King, what changed? Because after Illmatic ended, that, he probably terrible, no matter, but I'm giving that static. When it was written started, he would have given you limpy strokes. I don't know what's there. I saw a picture pop up. That's I don't worry about it. And at some point, he's going to be like this. You like that? Whatever. I'm asiatic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what changed? He had too much. Too much what? Bad no. words? No, no. Once you, once you have spent an entire life where everything gets to come to you, oh. where's your effort? Where are you working hard at? He, we can make the argument, and this is for probably another podcast. I make an argument. He never worked hard. Ilmatic only worked because he had six of the greatest producers ever lived. I would be a wonderful rapper if I had Vermeer and large print. Yeah, it'd be great. The words are so big. Q-tip all sitting on the line, giving me fucking information. This would be need to do. But he had to impress them. They were already impressed. They were already impressed. They were already brought in. He had a freestyle. Because it was the past. In the past, he could just do a freestyle and have... Seven of the greatest musical minds. Also, they didn't know they were the greatest musical minds yet. Exactly, there was some niggas playing records. Rest on your laurels. What laurels? You have no laurels, King. You said you were so weird and bad laurels. He just falls short. The funniest part about this listeners, she was on my podcast, Black NPR, a long time ago. I'm not on a record anymore. It's fine. Mm -hmm. That being said, she agreed. He was not good because Danny pointed me to some lyrics that was like. All of his lyrics. He hates his room and stuff. His thing was about the color red. How do you know it's red? That's what Shook King said. Did you hear that? Like where, num- mm-hmm. where numbers come from. That where numbers it. come from. Why are we still They're arguing this? That. I should have to be arguing about Nas's miracle, uh, what's that uh, word, uh, quality. Yeah. Fuck you guys. How did we get here? Because we were talking about Nicki Minaj. and yeah. you know, We were talking about exes arguing in public. What is your stance on that? Because no, 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 no. I mean, he does exactly. argue with his ex in public. Khalees. Yes. 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 But d- and Carmen too, in a way. Because then when Jay-Z was like, you had a baby by a dog, you can't disown it yet. Uh, yeah. Which created the greatest diss record of all time. Are you talking about Super no, 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 no. Fuck that song. I'm it's talking about Is That Your now. Bitch? Because that is the greatest Perfect. diss song of all time to me. Because I don't understand why people don't understand what that song was about. He yeah. was literally talking about Carmen the entire time. Mm-hmm. Two nines face. She was tired of that shit. That shit went shit. That sucks. Yeah. I, I wonder did she fuck after Is That Your Bitch? Like between Is That Your Bitch I and she Super Ugly, did you keep did going you back to the penis? She was talking about how like, 
What's when how he, he take a bath, he um, take the washcloth and put it between his legs and squat. So you clean his asshole? Yeah, I was like, I'm not it's mad at that. This nigga's not gonna I just smell. don't understand why he's doing that. It was the nineties. Why? Why? Been shaking out. Like, it was what the nineties. That why? was the shit. Wash. It was the nineties. Let me wash. Why are we washing together? Because he wants to take a shit. It was sensual. Yeah. It was the 90s. It wasn't hood shit. It was some young young shit. That's it was sensual. That was. It's not sensual. You know what I'm saying? What if that nigga come? What would you do if that nigga came home right now? <coughs> there weren't fun districts. It was sad, uh, emotional men, sensitive men, beefing each other. We locked it into a thing because it's the first time we saw people arguing. But listen, so, yeah. so, so diss tracks now become Twitter arguments. That's what they So are. my yeah. question to you guys is what is your position? Have you ever argued publicly with an ex? And had a divorce at this Twitter. point You had a divorce on Twitter? I had a divorce on Wait, train. your real life divorce was on Twitter? It played out on Twitter because we could do it in real life because my daughter was there, so we had our divorce on This Twitter. is very modern. Wait, yeah. you gotta explain how this shit works. So she would say something, and I would just sub her. She would just, well, I heard that people shouldn't be worried about gay niggas in the job because apparently they're sucking everybody up. Me. Her going, I don't know, maybe you can pay a little bit more, and I don't have to suck anybody up. And I don't have to afford to pay rent. That's how we would do Oh, my Lord. Lord. Have you publicly argued with any of your exes? Um. It's a shame thing, for sure. I don't think so. I don't think so, like, publicly, like, at that level. I, I mean... Like, is that when all gloves are off, when you just start going at each gross, other in public? But the reason behind it is because we couldn't do it in front of her. What about you? For me, um, my ex was a lot more personal, so I was ended up being a more public person. But it was... My biggest issue was the timing of an issue. Like, I remember distinctly... The fight that made me realize it's time that the divorce her was like we had just left the house. We was on the way to Coney Island. We was going to the Mermaid Parade. We all kiki and the shit on the train. Everything all fine. Then out of nowhere, she just come in and just start talking mad greasy shit about my best friend and how she's still thinking of me and her doing something. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, are you doing? And in then public? She's in public. And then she's doing it in the way that she knows she's inflaming my anger, but she won't talk past a certain tone. So but my reaction it. is me getting more and more angry and louder. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then she, every time I say something, she's like, no, when your voice, we're in public. And I'm like, this is some manipulative shit. It's water. And I was just like, I couldn't, in that space, like, you can't. Really control exactly. So you didn't how you lose your temper. I didn't public. lose my temper fully, but by the time we got to Coney Island, I was just like, "Fuck you, I'm going," and I just left the train. Wow. And then by that point, she was already upset, and she didn't even want to leave the train, so she just took it back home. I had to stay in Coney Island for at least three hours mm. just to clear myself off and just bring that down. And when you take that into account of like, if you ever seen couples in public arguing everything like that, just like when you. Wonder, should I intervene? Mm-hmm. Like, is something bad about to happen? This, time the third. You don't necessarily know what your reaction is going to be when you're being pushed in that direction. But at the very same time, there's a portion of it that's got to be like, yeah, all right, why is this happening that. right now? Why is right now the time for this to happen at the current moment? Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at the Twitter feed between Meek and Nikki, I'm like, 
this doesn't even begin to make sense because it's just too perfect. Because if I look at every other scenario, whenever Nikki was about to drop something, she started beef with somebody. And then on top of that, you mean to tell me you're going to have beef with Meek the week after your brother got locked up for 25 to life? That's, a 50 that's weird number, to man. me. That's about 50 years old. That's Every weird to me. Said something, he would start beef with somebody. Some aggressive beef I guess somebody. I don't think about it like that, and I could be totally being scammed or whatever. They always start a thing because it's the easiest putting people talking about you because people like scared mm-hmm. them. And 50 Cent would always have a beef with a group of people and then an album would come out and it would go away. And she is a female 50 Cent to me. Yeah, because I think he learned from her. Uh, mm-hmm. But now we're talking about like arguing in public and just people being manipulative. Mm-hmm. My ex knew that I didn't, you know, proper bitch and I'm not out here in the mm-hmm. street carrying on. Keep your so he would, up, he would start arguments mm-hmm. or say something and I'd be like, well, Talking to and he'd be like, Yo, you know, don't make me say, don't make, you know how this can go, don't mm-hmm. make me do this. And you get your round up, probably talking about that. No, because no, I, no, I know how it could go. I don't, because yeah. he'd be like, You know how I don't, I'm not gonna stop. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then one day I just was like, Well, we was together. This is one day I was just like, um, You know what, go for it, mm-hmm. I'm ready. And we argued that whole, we was walking. To Grand Central, we was walking for a while, cussing mm-hmm. each other. Stink. Mm. I was going in, and when we got to where my train was, because his thing was he wanted me to go home, he didn't want me to continue hanging out. When we got to the train, two officers walked up to us, looked at me, and said, "Bam, are you okay?" And I looked at him and said, "You see how this could go for you? I'm off. Mm-hmm. I'm fine, officer." I was like, "Yo, don't fuck with me in public. Mm. You follow what I'm saying? Like it, it can mm. always go bad, man." But see, that's always an interesting part too, because then, especially if you're going to talk about arguments between men and women, then you're trying to figure out who's going lower than low. Because for men, their biggest issue is that the women that they know always know their buttons. They always know that. But everyone knows everyone's buttons. No, 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 no. It doesn't play out equally though. That's the one thing I can say. It's like yes, everybody knows everybody's buttons. Uh But to push women in a certain way, you go for the insecurities. For push men in a certain way, it is the insecurities also with what they supposed to be strong with, but aren't really strong with at the same time. So that's insecurities times two. It, yes, they are. For men, our insecurities are engorged in a way that most people do not give enough credit to, and, and it's just messy. I don't know. I don't think y'all are any different when it comes to this stuff. Like y'all, if I want to get you want to get into a lady's skin. I don't know how many women you tried to go at. I'm probably going at more women than you. Mm-hmm. It's the similar thing. If you understand the person, you just nudge. But the yeah, problem you touch with, everything and see which which thing. The problem with women is that women, because it's okay for you to have same sex violence, you push a woman too far, she's just gonna fight you, or cry, mm-hmm. or make it stop. Whereas with men, it's like you. It seems like it runs up you. The two sexes run up against each other because it's not going to get physical yeah, unless you're in a situation where it is going to get physical. Yeah, but then and then that's all a mess. That's it. Because either at that point you either start putting hands on somebody or you have to fight back fire with exact fire. That's the only other way. Of well, we should all try to be kinder to each other. So the idea is that everyone has been in Nikki and Meek's position where you've kind of hated mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. and wanted everyone to know, fuck that Fill in the blank. Yeah, but I generally like to take the approach of being indifferent to the fact that this person even exists. Yeah. I find that that hurts more. Yeah. 
I mean, this is worse than hate. It is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is a weird place for us to kind of like wrap up because we've been going talking for a bit. We sure, touched I everything. I don't even know what we talked about, Phil. No, we talked. I said we talked. We talked about Gail. We talked like about Snow. Snow. We talked about. Um, we talked about Nikki's new song. We talked about Nikki's um, and Little Kim as rappers. We talked about good. Public Enemy not being good because Danny wasn't gonna let. Ten minutes get by without well, saying that. We talked about public arguing with your ex. Oh my God. We talked about the loud show, and now we're going to talk about our "We See You Sis" segment. And we're going to thank the people. We're going to say good night, and we're going to get the fuck out of here. I so, do you have a "We See You I Sis"? So, so <laughs> 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 bad about that because this motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, I cannot stand in. <laughs> What? Like the manliest of manly <laughs> laughs. Well, I fucking hate you, B. Yeah. Yeah. I don't got no CSI CSIC. Yeah. So do you know what the VCU section um, segment is with our podcast? Oh, some positive nonsense. But I, yes. No, 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 no. Right. It's not nonsense. What we do is we give an opportunity to say some shit we peeped that's done by women of color that we see and that and we think like. is dope. That's it. I like the Gil King called Kobe on his shit. No, fam. It's like a business owner. So last week, so, so last week, one of my neighbors, Mina. Neighbors, yeah. Her best friend, Shamika, is now a is personal a chef. No, she's a personal chef in Atlanta. She's getting um, press coverage. She's doing very well. Her mm-hmm. business is growing. It's nice. So we see her. Gotcha. So this is we see a way to elevate black. We're still doing black stuff here. So Not just black, but black women of color. In general, gotcha. Yeah, think, yeah. Right, also, we, we adopted a new hashtag last week because Goody pointed out about that that dinner service where black ladies go and yell at white ladies. Mm-hmm. And they I told her that, because we, you know, Goody was saying, I was saying that I have white girlfriends like Jessica Svetlana. Well, I don't consider Svetlana white, white, because she's African. Yeah, but she's, white, but she's from Boston, so you know. Yes. Yeah. But just we started a new hashtag, which was Jessica yes, would never, never, because that shit aggravated the shit out of Jessica, just the concept of it. She had not heard of it. And Jessica, she now she, like, wait, what she just got her Jessica mention. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she got her Jessica mention. <laughs> there you go. But it's a new hashtag, which was Jessica would never, because the person that I know her to be. Going to a dinner with black ladies to yell at you about being white is not some shit Jessica's gonna do. Do you want to go to a party where you're a black lady getting yelled at by white? Hell ladies? fucking no! Thank but you. there are white ladies who are paying twenty five hundred dollars to have black ladies sit them down and tell them why, why they suck and why they're racist over dinner. It's like it's called it's like Festivus. For the rest of us, Aaron of the Green. You know, Aaron of the Green. You tell me how I'm gonna tell you how you. Let me but it's not two way. way. It's just one way. Guilt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like it. But anyway, laziness because. Anyway, Shanta don't like the fact about guilt. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that where it is Fuck on me. radio, so we can hear it. That Chantel does not like the concept of guilt. I don't like when people play these guilty games. Hmm. Guilty games, fans. So, so what, what sister you see? So I got put on to Melissa Mercedes. Okay. So she is a Latina plus size clothing designer. She does dresses from eight to twenty eight. Okay. And she dressed, um, oh God, why do I keep forgetting this girl's name? I fuck with her. The girl with the gap on her teeth from E, who always holds your love and hip hop. Her name is, um. Oh, she's a big. Oh, Karen. Yes, yeah, so I know you're talking about. Not, Not Karen, Karen, Karen. I know exactly you, you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, she's the, 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 the. She's plus size. And she literally just, hey, like, after I think it's too crazy, she puts her hand out like, hey, mm-hmm. 
I got you. We're going to find her name before this is over. Mm-hmm. So that's the sister I'm going to see. No, so Nina Parker. Nina. Oh, you got so it. Nina Parker, she's dressed Nina Parker before, but it's Melissa Mercedes official. So she does from size 8, which is not plus, to size 28. And she's been featured in like Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire. Um, and she dressed somebody for the Oscars yesterday. Actually, one of, um, I think this is Kelly Carter. So she's a journalist. She dressed her in this really beautiful blue dress. Who um, Kelly Carter was on the red carpet show with um, with the uh, other two people who don't matter as much because they're not in this fly ass blue dress. And it looks like she dressed Courtney Kemp for the vibe cover. Okay, so very nice. Yeah, so but since I see is Nita Parker, God bless. Yeah, she's she's your type. Nigga, that show Christ, look at all of this. I know it's an audio medium, but Nita Parker has breasts that Danny appreciates. They're not working breasts. They might be under there, but you don't care, do you really? Do they work? Do they exist? Like, well, mm-hmm. like, like real. Here thing. she is like, in um in the too much make. Uh, uh, Danny don't like nobody to have no type of fucking accoutrement. That's too much. Mm. That's too much fabric. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, she looks, she looks gorgeous. Like you know what? Did you like TLC? Yeah. I'm not chasing a waterfall. So we say all that to say. <laughs> Shout out to Melissa Mercedes. Yeah. We see you, sis. Uh, we appreciate you. And um, when the time comes, shit, you could dress me. Because I'm never in life going to be smaller than a size 8. So uh, let's get lit, Danny. Shut up, and uh, we're gonna go from there. So I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, I thought Public Enemy was a pretty cool band. You can't call it the group. back end of it. They're not a good rap group. Wait, they made a lot can we of do fucking like noise. Also, shout out for I see you said. Mm, is it a woman? Yes. Is it a woman of color? Yes. Okay. Knock yourself so, out. It's a black woman. Okay. Just want to say shout out to. Jamila of Brooklyn T. They had their one year anniversary. Brooklyn T. In one. What do they do at Brooklyn T? So, it's a very ironic that her and her boyfriend created a tea store at one of the biggest hubs in Bed and Bed Stuy. And for businesses, usually black-owned businesses that come in there, they hardly ever last. And they've managed to make it this far. And this is on 524 Nostrand? Yes. And they've made it into like... I don't know something how, sensational. Yeah, exactly. They made it into a haven for blackness. Like, I don't know how else to express it, but it's just it's like... It's like, um, what was that on Friends? Um, Perk. Okay, yes, oh, it Coffee was like, Perk. Yes, it was yeah. like the Perk of, on Friends. Coffee and Perk. Coffee Perk. And it's like everything about the whole place is serene. Like, and I had to make like a little speech for them because when I was thinking about it, I'm like, bruh. Y'all are getting bigger off of tea. Y'all not selling drugs. You're selling tea. Loose tea? Loose tea. They nice. make tea. Well, you can make your tea in the pot. There's yeah. loose tea. They, and they got all sorts of teas from all sorts of all over the world. And Very nice. just thinking about it, it's just like, yo, how did they even pull this we off? We will but make sure to give them yes, a salute. They deserve the salute, especially Jamila, because she's one of the most um, humble people that you'll ever meet. But mm-hmm. also, she's always encouraging the creatives that come in there. People who are writing so she's an open space it's beautiful all right and i see they've got a valentine's day gift box set that has like some scrubs tea and some uh candles somebody get me some really like tea I ain't got no Valentine. Don't Steep nobody want it. Let me tell you something. Their packaging is really nice. Yeah. I'm not it's, ugly it's either. High level. It's really worth it. 
So I love that we've got some really high quality we see you sis. And I love that y'all came with us we see you sis. Danny, we don't expect anything else from you other than you talking about Nina Parker's titties. That's cool. Yeah. I gotta see you sis. What do you got? I see you sis. Oh, you who? Thank you for loving me, sweetie. You're the best. And I'm gonna say this your podcast. Romantic. No. <laughs> she's not a woman. Whatever you said is this. She's a good friend of mine. I want to say this publicly. I said this whatever. You are not going to beige your way through this goodie. I'm going to motion this, and you're going to deal with the emotion. Feelings. Yes, feelings. You're the best. You're the best woman. I appreciate you. Thank you. Fantastic. And I can say this privately. I want your whole audience to know you're one of the best people I know. And thank you. You're welcome, friend. I Honestly, love you too. You're you gonna forgive me when I die fast, though, right? I'm gonna forget all of you people. No, you won't get her. You. <laughs> you won't get her the Valentine's Day thing from Brooklyn. Too? No, he won't buy me things. Yeah, because you want it too much. I don't want it that much. I I don't understand why I can't have stuff though. You got enough barbers to buy you things. I don't can have no barbers. Oh shit! I don't have no barbers. She ain't got yo. I never dated a barber. She can say that I never dated a barber. I get it. Understand that. Believe it. She could open her heart to a barber. It would make so much sense. That's all thick can he own the barber shop? No, maybe. No, I can't. Are they thick necked and weird? I don't, why do you and these people think thick neck? I don't. This is not my aesthetic. That's a sick person. That's a sick person. Anyway, guys, we want to thank you for listening to the Tamil show. Thank you guys for listening to Follow us on Instagram, Termage Talk. Email us at termagentalkpod at gmail.com. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and send us some five star reviews. Any five star reviews that you guys have, we will read them out loud in respect to the Rod and Karen. And send yo any smoke that you got for Danny. He is Danny from Queens. Yes, please give your. Because I've said stuff about people. Haiti, uh, public enemy. Uh, what else? I say. I want all those people to get me Danny from Queens on Twitter. Yeah, Danny from Queens, Queens on Twitter on Instagram. Instagram. Um, and Daniel, Danny, crude up at Facebook. Go to my Facebook. I'm there for you guys anytime you want. Joel, um, how can the people reach you, Joel? You can find me at Rising Demise on Twitter. He has a great blog, by the way, too. Really? Tell us about the blog. He has a okay. super dope blog. Talk about it. All right. Listen, so, some effort. Go ahead. So, um, my blog is called blackmannobody.blogspot.com, and also my Instagram is blackmannobody. I tend to talk about issues for black men that don't normally get spoken about, especially from spaces where it may not be the most ma- masculine perspective, but speaking on men's problems from positions where they're not normally comfortable to talk about. And even the conversations that we just had earlier today. When you're speaking about what black men do wrong, it's not the easiest conversation to have because not everybody, it's uncomfortable to say like, hey, my people do wrong. Right. But it's necessary to have that conversation because if you want to fix something, you got to point out where it went wrong in the first place. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you guys for giving us your time and um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Danny, you are the best. I cannot wait for us to go to L.A. and do bougie things because it's time for you to sit in it. Guys, I want you to go on Danny's Instagram and notice how dark Danny got. Danny has moved into the light, y'all. He is now a brown-skinned man. Brown-skinned girl. 
The purest, beautifulest thing in the world. It does not fit my 3A here, but I like, get it. Yeah, no, you got some, but you look weird. You like, can be out there. It doesn't fit. Ladies, yeah. if you want to swing pretty brown eyes to Danny, it. Yeah, like, do it. Give it to him. This is not the time. Danny likes all of that shit. I love all the attention. Yeah, give him more attention. Because I'm a so little guy. Wait, when will you be back to New York? I'll be time? Don't do that to me. Um, I'm sorry, this is what I do at work. So let me just set the next appointment. So, okay. set the next appointment. Probably be my birthday. Your birthday in August. Yeah. You're going to come back when it's ball sweat. But my life is going to be ball sweat after next week. It's 80 degrees it all week next week. Yeah, shut up. Well, yeah, he's, yeah, he's showing out. He's out of here. So, all right, y'all, we out of here. Bye. Bye.